And we are live. Hey, Concrete. Hey, you're a little staticky. Um, maybe oh, it's stream you. Uh, say something else. What about now? That's better. Okay. Okay. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, excuse me, Chad. What's going on? Not too much. It's hump day, child. Yes, you don't sound excited at all. Um, I'm just multitasking. What's going uh, on with you? Uh, I'm here. Shit. Well, you certainly don't sound excited either. Because I'll be um, moving off your energy. You know, if you don't come move here off my energy, like blah, move blah, off blah. Your own energy. No, no, no. Because yes, I don't move off, off of your of energy. Uh -uh. Well, that's no, the problem. You no, no, man. You're supposed to feed off each other. And if uh -uh. you come in all, hey. Look, don't. <laughs> we, we not, well, this is what we're not about to do because you can't determine my energy. I was doing something for my fiance real quick, sending him some information, texting him. So. Um, anyways, it's been a pretty good week for myself. How about you? How's your week been? It was good until now. Go Girl, ahead. listen, I'm not, I'm not about to deal with your sad, with your sad energy. Um, my week was good as well. Very productive, including today, uh, up until the just about uh, going on air. It's just been a very busy yet productive day. So whenever I have a productive day um, and or a productive week, it's a good week for me. Well, so that's been good. good to know. Good stuff. What else has been going on, honey? What's going on in this news? Um, I don't know. You tell me. What's, what's, what's tea? Honey, future is tea. Mm -hmm. Girl, he told him he said he was gonna pray for him. Then, um, his baby mama got into it with his mother. Um, well, first of all, let's start start from the beginning. Mm -hmm. Um, Future sent a message to his child. Um, they were talking about buying clothes for the kids, and Future uh told his son that his mama was a hoe. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I saw the story. Um, I think the son asked his dad if he was buying him school clothes and he said something about his mom buying them. And then it, I don't know. It was kind of weird because that message seemed random. Like it's not like there was any other dialogue from the text thread that was displayed that was exchanged. It was just kind of random. Like your mama is a hoe. And it was like kind of like where that come from? It wasn't like it escalated to that point from what I could see in the text thread. You know what? Um, it it doesn't seem like it would be far fetched. Um, but you know, he's dealing with women that are really, really a part of social media and mm -hmm. um they run and broadcast like every time future decides that he wants to have sex with one of them, you know, they right. have to let the other one know that. I had sex with Future this week, bitch. What are you going to do about it? And, you right. know, they kind of go on like a like a carousel. Damn. They I, 
I um I have to say, not that it's far fetched. It just didn't make sense. There was like the re the lot. There was like if you look at the line of reasoning going from, are you buying me school clothes to your mom's a hoe? Like that's just a big leap. And I don't know if he sent it or not, or if he was. <laughs> I don't know what you know if he really sent it or he didn't. But it's not that it's far fetched that he would do something like that. It was just that it didn't. It like there wasn't a logical sequence of events leading up to your mom's a hoe. But, um, it, you know, I, I feel like as a result, though, of that exchange, I do see that his baby mama ran to social media and said it was because she don't want to sleep with him and, you know, don't play with her kids. And um, then the mom, you know, said something which she it wasn't inappropriate, whatever she said. I can't remember the message verbatim, but then no, the baby mama no. went off on her. <laughs> the mama was like future mom was like. You know, um, you need to learn self-awareness. You need to kind of mm -hmm. get off of social media and chill out. You don't have to do all this, that, and the third. And then they went in on saying, like, you know, you raised a future. This right. is the type of man that you raised. This is the mm -hmm. type of son that you have. You have a narcissistic jerk. Um, mm -hmm. Future got 11, 12 kids by 11, 12 women. And so I'm sitting there and I'm reading all of that. Mm -hmm. And then I say, mm. you know, you will hear a lot of men say in a manosphere that chicks won't abort rich niggas babies. And yeah, it kind of brought me back to that aspect of it. But then it made me think like, sis, if he had 11 or 12 kids and you was the hers is right. The, the fifth, sixth in line. I'm just saying, like, what what all would you be able to expect from a man who has not demonstrated a whole lot of responsibility outside Facts. of child support? Like, but, what did you but, expect? But the men in this space, when we've talked about Nick Cannon with the, and, and in mentioning future, they seem to say, make comments that they can do that type of stuff because they have money. Despite the fact that I always argue against that, just because a man uh, has money does not mean that he's not creating broken homes like that that he has not seen his child in three months like so let's stop pretending that all you have to have to be a good father and you can populate the earth is money because money does not make you a dad money does not mean that you're an active father and based on their text messages if we're taking what she's saying as truth he does not seem to be an active father in the child's life. And I do know women who dealt with men that if I'm not sleeping with you, like the man is kind of like not as involved yep. in, in their own children's lives when the mom decides to move on. Big facts. Absolute facts. Um, shout out to Eisen. He says, um, shit, we don't know how much uh, child support money the broad is getting. If it's 10K or more a month, then she shouldn't have a problem with getting the kid clothes. But do she um, got to be a hoe though? Like, ain't nobody arguing that, but does she got to be a hoe? Because, I mean, can, um, can, can, she doesn't have to be a hoe. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, but then let me ask you this. Do you feel like men should be obligated to do stuff outside of child support? Um, I let me see. I, um, when we say obligated, I don't think that they are obligated. I've never had that problem. Like I didn't go through the court systems and do like the child support thing. Like that, you know, I didn't, I've never had to deal with child support. However, um, I do think that, you know, 
in many cases of people that I know personally, like the child support was minimal. It was, you know, $200 a month. And that alone doesn't provide for the child. So um, I, you know, for the most part, most of the women that I know that receive child support, their dad still stepped in and helped get school clothes. Or, you know, maybe they would buy all the shoes and you buy all the clothes. Like the, they would split. Um, and, 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 and in those cases, um, there was a growth process before they got to that point that they could co-parent effectively. But yeah. I do think that it is... Um, in mo if if the child support is not substantial i do think that it is important to step in and also do things that go beyond uh, just making a child support just making the child support payment yeah um shout out to black wizard he says by obligated do you mean forced by law i'm saying that child support is forced by law but um sometimes child support doesn't cover um the cost of what's going on with your child um, if you, yeah, especially if you got your kids in sports and stuff, too. Ooh, yes, because yeah. sports will eat you up. Oh my gosh, like and really eat you up. Um, mm -hmm. if your child is any in anything extracurricular, um, outside of a uh YMCA type of deal, and I think even then you would have to pay them. Um, yeah, it gets to be costly, so I, you know, yeah. Um, I, I do think, uh, in some instances, I, I do think they are obligated, especially if they want the child to be successful. So athletic. you think they're obligated, not that it's like even optional, like they have to contribute outside of the child support. You, I'm not going to necessarily say that you have to, but, um, if let's say you have a son, right. Mm -hmm. And you're, you like men are generally into sports. Mm -hmm. Okay. My daughters um, were involved in sports. Okay. Okay. Then if the sports is costing, um, let's say $500 per, what you call it, and the man is paying his regular child support, and let's say he's paying $300 a month, that $300 a month is actually going to the child. Right. Um, if he wanted his son to pay sports, then I would expect him to pay half of what it would cost to put the son into sports. Yeah. Um, and I think so they should be obligated like that. Yeah. Uh, see, I don't like the term uh, obligated because typically like, you know, that does mean that they're like forced or required to. But I do think that a responsible dad would want to contribute if, you know, you want your child to be well-rounded, to participate in extracurricular activities. My children, especially in high school, were in so many different activities that like a couple hundred dollars a month in child support just would not cut it. You know, playing soccer and running track. And like it was just always in addition to they were in a lot of activities academic club. So, you know, there was always fees for everything. So I do think that, you know, it's important to to ensure that you're contributing equally. Yeah. Um, shout out to Hood Services. He says, pick one, a dad or some dollars. Both. Damn, you can't have both. The heck? The heck? What you talking about, Hood Services? You, <laughs> Listen, you can tell when they don't have kids, honey. <laughs> the ghetto. You can tell when they don't have kids. Y'all want it easy. Uh, it easy. What do you mean? There's nothing about parenting that is easy. We want fairness. Fairness. That's it. Fairness. Yeah, that shouldn't even be allowed to ask. Baby, hood servitive ain't ne never even had a hand. I can't wait till you get somebody knocked up. Baby. <laughs> Send the knocked up spirit to him. I, I am, baby. Sending that juju over to him. Mm. Yes, the condom breaking spirit. Send it right on over, honey. 
I hope it pops right open, honey, like a balloon, like confetti. Nine months from now, you go. We gonna be telling you congratulations. Oh, he said he <laughs> had kids. Listen, just be talking. Ain't no way that he feels as though you're either gonna be an active dad. If you, there's no way that uh, a responsible parent feels that either you're gonna be an active parent or you're going to contribute financially. Parenting requires both. Ain't nobody triggered. Hush your mouth. That part. Uh, shout out to DMAC the trucker. I pay 500 a month for child support. I give no more, no less. Whatever my baby mama needs, she better use that money. <sighs> okay. So DMAC, if your child comes to you and says, Daddy, if your child comes to you, you pick your child up every other weekend or what have you, and your child got on some some um pay less specials or he got on the he got on the shacks from walmart and they ran down and you know he's like daddy you know i'm being teased at school because you know i don't have nice shoes you mean to tell me that you're not going to ensure that you provide your child with shoes you're not going to go buy like and i do know men who feel like if the child needs something extra i'm not putting more money in your hands and i can respect that but you can go out and buy it yourself you can go to the school yourself and drop off a money order you know you have the same um uh, capabilities as I do. Uh, shout out to Black Wizard. He says, Sister George, are you saying things other than child support should be forced by law? No, I'm not saying it should be forced by law, but let's keep it a buck. If things cost, um, like if the child support doesn't cover it, um, and the father likes to see the child play sports or something, or likes to see his child in extracurricular activities, um, then yeah. But if now, if that's a sole responsibility or sole, um, thing that the mother wants, then, you know, I would think that the mother would be responsible, but, uh, men like to see their kids play sports. So, um, I think things like that, I think they should be um half responsible for it. and i'm not saying it should be forced by law i didn't say that hopefully um everybody can be adults about it and work it out that way but you know and i have seen some men who pay a substantial amount of child support and or if the man has multiple children that may be mm. a nice chunk of his pay so he may not be able to you know contribute as regularly regularly outside of child support but i do still think so that like, i've seen men that say on a child's birthday or Christmas, like, oh, okay, your mama get child support. So you're not gonna celebrate your child's birthday or Christmas because you pay child support? I mean, come on, you can take your son and, and celebrate his birthday or get him a little gift or a, you know, a little gift card or something. Um, you know, to celebrate his, his birthday or Christmas or holidays or special events. It shouldn't be, oh, okay, well, I'm coming to your graduation, but I ain't bringing you nothing. Your mama get child support. Like, that's right. Exactly. So, um, RBR, they are probably on the breakdown of women's perspective. So if you uh, go to your YouTube search and do a uh, put in a breakdown, the breakdown of women's perspective, um, that's where we're, we're at. So <laughs> ain't nobody got nobody blocked on. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, moving on, have you heard about Brittany me uh Brittany Renner and um PJ Washington, honey? Aside from the fact that she's uh having his child. Um, yes, but you know they had put a rumor out that she would be getting two hundred thousand dollars a month. I saw that. Um, now, of course, that rumor hasn't been substantiated, and I don't <laughs> think either one of their camps has spoken about it. But um, do you think, see, this was my thing. Everybody talked about how she groomed him from high school 
Mm-hmm. Now she uh, was in her mid twenties and he was 18 and she was watching him. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that in this day and age, it's possible to trick a guy um, into getting you pregnant? Um, I think anything is possible. So yeah, I think it can happen. Yeah. I think if you uh, know the game and you're skilled enough that you can, like when I say trick though, I'm talking about like deceive him in the sense that um, telling him I am um, on birth control and I'm not, or I can't have kids. or I, you know, I am, you know, um, you don't need, you don't have to wear protection because, you know, I use spermicide, like it's stuff like that. Like, yeah, you can play certain games in order to um, get somebody to, to um, shoot the club up and, and end up pregnant. Yes. I do think that could happen. Oh, honey. See, I, I disagree. How I thought, um, because in this day and age, you're in that we're in the information age. Um, it, you are your own responsibility. And so if a woman tells you something and you choose to believe her, that is still on you. If you know what um, the laws are and if you know that if you get a poor chick pregnant and that you would have to pay child support, then I would expect you to take extra precaution no matter what that woman says. So um, Mm. she hands you a condom and you choose to be and you choose to use it and she's poked holes in those condoms that will still be on you because you will have to assume the burden of that risk. So I don't, I don't think it's possible to trick somebody into pregnancy. Um, especially if they're of legal age, um, that now you're answering a different question. So can a man be tricked into impregnated a woman? Uh, to me, yes, something can be done to trick you or to, um, you know, something can be done to, uh, under false pretenses to make you think that you can't get a woman pregnant, but that doesn't mean that the onus is not on you. That doesn't mean that the responsibility falls on you to protect yourself. But what that does mean is that a woman can manipulate things. A woman can, can, uh, you know, lie or deceive someone into thinking that they're protected when they're not. But at the end of the day, it does, the onus does fall back on you no matter what. Yeah, but, and and so with the onus falling back on the person, um, you make a personal choice to believe or to be um, convinced or manipulated. Otherwise, if you're listening to somebody, um, and I'm not saying that you can vet a person enough to know if they're going to lie to you or cheat you out, but if you're not protecting yourself, and you're going off of somebody else's word, to me, that's you ignoring your responsibility to yourself as opposed to somebody tricking you out of something. Oh, I don't disagree that you you have a responsibility to yourself. So to ensure that you're doubly protected, even if she is uh, under birth control. But I do still believe that a person can be manipulated and the facts are, all, you know, women can manipulate the facts to make you believe that there is a layer of protection there when there's not. But I do think at the end of the day, it's up to you to ensure that, you know, you are also taking steps to protect yourself. Yeah. Um, shout out to Skizzy. He says the law should allow us fathers primary custody. Boom. Child support over. And we wouldn't try to keep them from the mother. Um, Skizzy, I can't sit here and say that you're lying or um, I, I don't think fathers have the same type of issues that women have when it comes down to uh, 
keeping children away from the parent. I think women really, really uh, struggle with that and will keep the children away from the father for whatever reasons. Um, if the fucking sky is uh, blue, she'll be like, well, you know what? It looks like rain, so they can't go. You know, and I, I've seen yeah. women do it for uh, stupid reasons. Like Me if too. a man is dating somebody else, um, mm -hmm. women will keep the child away because I don't want my child around no hoes. Well, you can't control who you're... Uh, you can't control another person's household, period. So, you know, I, I've, I've definitely seen that. So I, I think that's a good yeah. point. Shout out to D-Mac the trucker. He says, my son have clothes and shoes at my home. <laughs> I also celebrate holidays and birthdays at my house. Do you when think that's petty? To my house, whatever he has on, it gets washed and he is sent back with that one. <laughs> Um, I do think that it's a bit petty. Um, cause I'm going to, I'm going to buy, uh, nice things for my children, period. I want my mm -hmm. children to be presentable. Um, if I happen to send some stuff now, you know, back in the day, I, I felt like we kind of struggled with sending stuff back, but I feel like they wouldn't send stuff. Never mind. Never mind. Um, I, I feel like it is a bit petty. I mean, I've seen men do that too. And it is petty. I've seen men I, do I that. And but I've seen now, men who go ahead. If the if the baby mama got more than one kid and you don't want your uh baby mama's kids in your kids' clothes, then I could kind of understand that. I can't sit here in front and say, Yeah, but I've understand. seen that happen too. I've seen a situation where the baby moms would you know have their other children wearing like brand new shoes that dad bought for their child. And as a result, it was kind of like, oh, this was a girl and the other children were boys. It was like, I'm, I'm buying everything she has has to have pink or purple in it now. But I think like to, to that point, so if a man is paying full child support and he's also contributing to the extras, uh, you know, extracurricular activities, birthdays, Christmas, back to school. Should he have the right to at least um, claim the child on his child on his taxes every other year? Um, I would say if they have a good relationship, maybe. Yeah. Every other year should be fine. I think so too. I think if you're contributing essentially equally to this, you know, by, by supporting the child that you should be doing really and truly men, <laughs> men who are ordered to pay child support should seek that when they, uh, when the child support uh, order is enforced. But yeah, I do think that um, you would deserve to also claim the child on your taxes. Yeah, I think that would be fair. I don't, I don't see that as being unfair or um, putting the mom in like a terrible position, but I, I think that would be a fair fair trade you know yeah. if, if if he's taking care of the child and doing the extras that's no that shouldn't be a thing um shout out to sw1 she says like share and subscribe i couldn't have said it better myself because y'all gonna miss out <laughs> shout out to karan half pookie half henry williams <laughs> here he go child this guy he said he loved britney it's not about the baby. He thought they were going to be a family. He looked past her past and trusted her when she said she was a mm. changed woman. She mm. just made it hard for hard on all thoughts. Um, he loved Brittany like he loved a hole in his head. He loved a lot of women. Um, future <laughs> girl, 
Future's nasty. I mean, Future didn't First of all, yeah, let's not act like, like Future is just this innocent man that's being taken advantage of like by, by his baby mama because she outing him. Now, to be completely honest, I did think that her texts were crass and you could tell that she's still emotionally vested. You writing whole pages, child, off of just a one word response. What you trying response. to say? What you trying I, to say? I thought that she was crass and that she is still like cares for him because when you don't care, like the opposite of love is not hate, it's indifference. If you got that much energy that you're expending on him, then you still caught up in him and you still have feelings for him. And I think that that's immature for you to display that level. Like I just didn't, I wouldn't have taken it there. I understand that she outed him because he did, if, if, if he typed that, uh, text that to their son, that was absolutely deplorable. But the on going continuing pages and pages of text that was just a little much to me but you know i, I don't know yeah, i don't know how old she I, is maybe she's a younger girl and she you know she's still just growing i think she's in her 20s or something oh but, okay okay uh, that makes oh, sense oh wait 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 we had a confused girl um he was talking about uh britney um oh uh, child we all on future okay. <laughs> sorry okay i understand um that makes sense that he he was looking um past her past and uh, um, trusted her when she said she was a changed woman but you know what though i i kind of feel some type of way about that um if she's saying that she was a changed woman and he was probably getting advisement from everybody under the sun um because she's not like a a quiet instagram thought she was a loud ass instagram thought like hey i'm a hoe Hey, uh, this guy did this and this guy did that. And I think uh, what you call us are stupid. And she's had this out on print out to where you can go back and listen and watch a video with her saying these things. And then he still goes out and trust her, um, especially when they advise you in the NBA. Like you have to actually go to classes where they tell you about thoughts. Um, when you're in high school, they are talking about not getting chicks pregnant, especially if you're a star of whatever team. They are training you about these types of things. Yeah. So it's not like you didn't know or you didn't have a clue. But then when he trusted her, you know, I don't know, child. I, I just I feel like um, he was still at a good age to where he should have known better. Um, but you know, simping knows no bounds sometimes, honey. I I just I don't know. I don't know. Okay. What was you didn't got D Mac in his uh you didn't got D Mac in his feelings. Ah, um, he's still on that too. Uh D Mac ain't him? nobody telling you to buy nothing That's extra. Your you money, already baby, you do what you do. Yeah, uh baby, yes. we don't want you crying all over our chat. Wipe your tears up, but we was just we was just playing down. <sighs> Highlight Mrs. Black comment. I was trying to see it. It, it already. Um, okay. She says, if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing as a parent and have a decent relationship with the other parent, uh, court order child support isn't needed. Facts. Uh, but we don't want to have that conversation. Of course not. Uh, now, you, it would be a great thing. And then I've noticed with child support, um, once you're on, it's like you're in a fucking gang if you're on child support. It's oh, like Michigan, okay. oh. yes, honey. Like if you want okay. child support, like it's almost damn near impossible to get taken off child support. You really oh, have yeah. to go through the ringer to get off child yeah. support. Um, mm -hmm. for a woman to take you off child support, she has to go through a lot. Y'all have to go through mm -hmm. a whole process and stuff. So it's not um, 
as easy as one, two, three. So I thought oh, that was interesting. Uh, shout out to uh, Karan. He says, I'm talking about PJ Washington. <laughs> silly, silly. Thank you much. Thank uh, you. Thank you, Harry Pookie. Come on, no, he be late, honey. You a whole yeah. I mean, hey. Um, but what else is going on, child? <laughs> hey. <laughs> yeah. What so, else is going on? I wanted to talk about um, guys saying that they don't trust women. Um, guys saying that um, all women are hoes or yeah, like all women have the same nature. They're all hoes. They're all mm -hmm. sluts. They ain't worth shit. This, that, and the third. They red pill. They mm -hmm. got up this big red flag. Red flag, red pill. All of them the same. All of them ain't shit. This, that, and the third. But I find so much hypocrisy when guys are steadily, steadily looking for a unicorn in these uh, women that they talk so bad about. So um, I was um, listening to Ramil's earlier and mm -hmm. I, I'm listening to the men and they, oh, don't get married. They all the same. You can't trust them. You can't do this thing. Don't do nothing but take your damn money and run off into the sunset because we paying so much in alimony and child support. Y'all don't really pay no alimony like that, but. That's, that's one thing. Um, and then they got to listing like things that they could tell, like if a woman was a hoe. So um, there's a guy named Anton um, from the Lapeef Let's Talk show. Mm -hmm. And Anton was uh, challenging red pill men about uh, marriage or whatnot. And um, this man's wife had uh, blue hair and blue lipstick. So... Oh. Okay. Um, we went, me and Curlin actually went and did um, our little, you know, our own little assessment, you know, mm -hmm. to see um, if we detected the wholeness that they was detecting. <laughs> Child, a woman was soft-spoken. Now, she got a little bit of a smart mouth, but she was a, mm -hmm. a soft-spoken woman. She didn't really seem to conduct herself like she wasn't loud and ghetto mm -hmm. and crazy acting with him. And they made it sound like she was the biggest, loudest ghetto thought that you had ever seen because she yeah. sent because she now I, I'm not a personal fan of blue lipstick. I wouldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I'm, I'm, I'm not the type of person yeah. to pull that off. But, you know, when I went to see her, I was expecting like this loud, crazy ghetto ass thought. Mm -hmm. And she didn't conduct herself like that at all. And then, you know, listening to them say, like, what woman would be for the streets? And if she mm -hmm. got rough hands, that means she for the street. If she got now she got septum piercings and tattoo sleeves and stuff like that. That means she's for the streets. And then. I, yeah, I do ahead. think that certain things are attributed to ratchetness, like blue hair, blue lipstick. A man is even if you before you ever open your mouth, you're going to be judged as a ratchet person. Septum piercings, you're going to be judged as a ratchet person. A bonnet outside, slippers outside, pajama pants, like certain things are attributed to like ratchetness. And as a result, you know how you present. You know, a person is judging you off of your appearance before you ever open your mouth. And certain things are deemed to be ghetto or you know um now so I, would say about, I would say about her blue hair her blue hair was more like uh blue highlights quote unquote you know her hair was mostly black but you could see blue shades oh, okay. like like and it was dark blue so it wasn't like um oh, okay. 
or not the bright blue. I've had like a tinted yeah. color on here that had like blue, but you could only see it in the sun. So I get what you're saying. Like, in yeah, that but for me, when when I went and looked, I was really, really like we watched a couple of videos with her in mm -hmm. it. And I was really, really expecting her to be like a real, real ghetto ass hood rat. And to me, mm -hmm. she didn't present that. And right. so then, I, you know, they were like, well, she got rough hands. Um, you know, yeah. uh, that means she a hoe. And I'm like, well, damn, you know, my grandma clean with bleach. She has some rough ass hands, though. Like, damn, leave my grandma out of this. Yeah. Um, but it was some crazy things that was like that was that they were determining that they would say would make a woman, you know, for the streets and stuff. And then I'm like, OK, um, I've noticed, though, mm -hmm. if it's uh, I seen I, I feel like other races of women get more passes for. Um, of course they do. That's yeah, what I was actually going to ask you, like, yeah. because somebody did bring up an interesting point. Um, the the blue that I put in my hair, it was just like a rinse out. And it was just something fun to do. To You know, my hair was black and I just put like a blue rinse out over. It was uh, Manic Panic, which has been used by white people for 20 years. But um, uh, why? Like, is do you notice the difference? Like, oh, if a white if a white person has blue hair, they're not considered ratchet. If a white person has, and I'm gonna tell you something. If you go to TikTok, if you go to even IG, and you type in BBLs, you will see that there's more white, even a lot of Hispanic women doing it than anybody. So Joe, when they have the well, big white ones, women used I'm, to be the queen girl, of surgery. Why are they friends? Like the BBLs, though. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> and you could, you know. So I just was surprised to see the number of women, white women that are doing it. So wh why is it though when and, and when white women do certain things, it's not looked upon as ghetto. Like literally when they colonize things that we, when they um when they cultural appropriate things that we've done, like braids and things like that, put locks in their hair, it's not looked upon in the same light as when a black woman does it. Facts. Um, shout out to DMAC the trucker. He says blue hair belongs on strippers. I'm mm. just saying. Um, I call bullshit. I think if you could pull it off and you because there is a way to um if you're wearing ghetto hairstyles and you got the blue ass lace fronts, that shit is right, right. ghetto. But yeah. if you are doing um a certain style in your it's own hair and it's it you know, like to me, like I said, I'm not the type of person who could have done the blue lipstick, but to me, right. she didn't present um okay. she didn't present ghetto. a ghetto ratchet ass woman like when I went, I was expecting her to be cursing him out. I was expecting her to be loud and over talking him. And I was expecting her to be a bitch. But mm -hmm. I didn't get that um, from when, when I went to see it. I didn't get that from her. And it was just amazing. Um, okay. You know, the way our men was talking about this woman. I'm like, damn. Um, it's like uh, if y'all are thinking that all women are hoes and then y'all are expecting some type of perfection it gets to be really, really, really interested, interesting to me. Um, mm -hmm. I'm not talking about you would have to go out and date a woman with blue hair or um, contact lenses and weaves and all this right, shit. Right, right. But if a woman has um, tattoos and you're saying because she has tattoos in a certain region, that makes her a hoe. If she does this, that makes her a oh, hoe. I got tattoos too, I guess. I'm uh, Girl, um, like everybody... Uh, <laughs> Everybody uh, would be a hoe if if we listen to their logic, which is what you know. That was the point I'm making. I'm like, right. but y'all still be looking for unicorns, and you're still looking at these things, and you're still fucking these women. But 
you you're still looking for a uh, certain traits out of her and then right. when you get to asking them well okay if you're looking at all of them like that why not just um why don't the majority of men want to use prostitutes and, and just go and pay for some ass like just go and pay for it um i think yeah. that it would take a lot of the um it would take a lot of bullshit out the mix. You know, just go and pay for it. You ain't got to worry about if she a hoe. You gonna know for sure. You ain't got to worry about uh, if she like you or not. You gonna know she don't like your ass for real and everybody can move on with their life. And you know, I just, girl, I was just like, wow, but y'all so real. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, yeah, I, I, I do agree. I think Jessica said that um, we do, thank you for the super chat, Jess. She says, we do stereotype like whites with dreads don't wash. Uh, we don't have that for black people. Um, Jessica, for white people's hair to um, uh, dread or lock, it has to tangle. So they're not washing their hair. So that's not necessarily a stereotype, but there are absolutely stereotypes that are attributed to white people too. I'm talking about like the stereotype of black people being low level because they do certain things. There are aren't really stereotypes of white people being like low level because they have colored hair or like the other big thing that I'm seeing with white women is that the long fingernails child I'm seeing so many white girls with the long ratchet fingernails but it's like it's ratchet when like you know even if you look at like Kim Kardashian like has worn long nails or Chloe is real big for wearing the real long fingernails but she's not looked upon as ratchet like city girls are looked upon as ratchet for their their, you know, their lyrics, but also their look. Right. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. Um, M. Lewis, our mods are just disrespectful anyway. Um, <laughs> but also we have a playful relationship too. Like if you know the um the space, like a lot, they, they, they smack talk. That's what they do. So some of them can be disrespectful and you may not know like their humor. Uh, I know if I was like from the outside looking in and I come in and I see some of the slick stuff that they say, especially some of these fools, Kent Clouds, Eisen, um, Hood Servitude, like some of these people, uh, Jerome Whiteside, baby. I'll be like, ooh, they hate y'all. But, Girl, you know, I'm, I'm just going to start snatching damn riches. Concrete <laughs> won't let me, but her ass going to take a nap one day and I'm going to just, y'all going to come Listen. back to me just going to be like, <laughs> my reach. Sister Jerry, they took my reach. Shaka, you too, but I have locks too. I know that you can't wash your hair all the time. Um, you know, I, I understand that, but our hair is not tangling. It is locking within itself. Like their hair literally has to tangle. It's like, you know, get knots in your hair in order for it to lock. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jessica, his ass been over here. He disrespect us by Super Chat. Every uh, time yeah, right that fool been know. over here. Yeah, honey, but uh, are you ready to knob off? One more, wait, one more quick thing <laughs> before we get off into that. Have you seen the growing phenomenon? Thank you, Jessica, for reminding me about um about uh, palm color people not uh bathing. Listen, girl. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I'll talk about they're asking all of these celebrities and uh, like Coco most recently said that she wasn't bathing which she did when in that interview she was also saying that she breastfeeds her five-year-old and there's no milk coming out it's just for comfort and Ice-T said he still get breastfed too so like like, they got some weird stuff going on but like that ain't even for the baby that's for her (laughs) and I screamed because I was like yeah that's a little little weird but 
aside from her, like Jake Gyllenhaal said he don't bathe like that. I know like Brad Pitt in a, an interview a long time ago said he wasn't bathing regularly. Um, who did they ask recently? And she said only when she smells, which is not that often that she um, needs to bathe. Uh, it's, it's, Mila Kunis, yeah, and Ashton Kutcher, like, what, what, what is going on? Like, on TikTok, now, there's like I, a whole phenomenon of people arguing I, I, about it. I want y'all to come in real close because I'm gonna whisper mm-hmm. this. Y'all ready? Mm-hmm. This is why they be saying that they be smelling like dogs. <laughs> you know, now, I didn't right? think it. I just think that is so weird. Like I and I like there is there are some people that are on um, TikTok and they're saying that um, they had like bath day where like two or three times a week they would bathe and not not, they did not bathe outside of those bath days. So I I just think like for them to be saying, but it's not just in Hollywood. It's just that those are the people we're seeing confirm it because if you look on just put bath day in on TikTok and you will see that there are some people. Admitting it, but you will see that there are some people saying that you know they bathe every day. Of course, too. I just was like, oh wow. That's, I mean, that's interesting. like they don't have fun when they take a bath, like a bath that or a shower. Some I can't even bathroom. imagine. Like, yeah. But then people are saying that we are like we have a hyper, um, like we're hypersensitive to like scents and smells, and like we are ensuring that we are kind of hyper vigilant about bathing because we've always right. been looked upon like you black you dirty and like even our hair mm-hmm. like like locks they're not dreads but locks they were they were named dread by the um palm color people but they are were looked upon as dirty and like you have gnats or bugs in your hair and stuff like that when they're not and even if you look at like old uh dove commercials and old soap commercials it always advertised black people and if you wash up you wash the black or dirt off of you so there's like a hyper no you can look this is proven it's not hotep logic literally if you look at a dove commercial from the 1800s. You will see the very thing that I'm talking oh, about. Like it's not something that I'm making up. It's not Hotep logic. Y'all can't dismiss everything as Hotep logic because y'all are uh, conditioned to believe that everything that the palm color people tell y'all is true. Mm, mm, mm. No, that was not a specific commercial. There were a whole listen. Got it. Got her ass triggered. Go ahead, concrete. Get the ass. Into this myself. It was not a specific commercial or a specific brand. It was all soaps and detergents. That's how they marketed. They even had like native people and um, Asian people that they would show if you wash, you could be white by washing. So this nah. is not a farce. Nah. Now, see, look, Jessica's hand and her arm <laughs> and her hand the same color. Well, that's a, uh, that's an African American insider, Jess. But um, that's that's yeah. what we that's what we say. Um, you know, when we don't want to be when we don't want to be too um, open about who we're talking about. Oh, see, I just say this shit, but no, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> but are you ready? Yeah, let's 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 get off into it, child. Oh, yeah. They say you be um we be over here sounding like wait a minute just one more thing, yeah. girl you know they didn't change ancient mama name on them damn boxes. oh I, I knew that yes you know I keep up with all the hotel stuff yes I knew that for quite some time so they actually out here using that woman's government name honey they just Who? like ancient mama government name what was her government name Pearl Millen. 
Oh, I didn't know that that was her government name, but I knew that's that they changed the box, it. To, yeah, but I didn't think that that was her government name. I thought that that was like the daughter no, of like the I don't know who name it is. I thought it sound Pearl just sound like it's gonna be an old. No, movie. it's not her. Um, it's from my understanding, it's not her um name it was like the founder of the company the original company that built it there uh was uh milling i ain't never met a white woman named pearl mm. we'll yeah it was the daughter of the company owner or something mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay well what's next you said they, they said we we be over here sounding like what uh, uh, sounding like somebody's unteasing, y'all. If I hear another honey child, and now a million game changer and Bernard punk ass over there saying it, and I'm like, he got the most born show on YouTube, but he over here that Bernard that we say honey child. always talking about honey child, and why is that offensive? That's a very familial thing. Like, if you have any connection to your blackness, to me, that's welcoming. When I hear people that talk relatable to the people in my family or sound like people in my family and how they spoke like that's not offensive but uh, these people so white they anything i can't do that i mean y'all anything that reminds them of their blackness and that's sad y'all yeah I, I was like i know here <laughs> baby <laughs> nap time <laughs> anyway <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, Facts. but uh, let's talk about your family from the country too. But uh, go ahead, child, because I ain't about to argue with this. I'm always talking big miss. All of them, you get on my nerve, child. Listen, I'm from the Midwest, sweetie. I'm from the Midwest. <laughs> my family is from the SIP, though. And what? Mm -hmm. Now what? Don't get timed out. His probably is too. Don't do it. His probably is too. That uh, okay. Um, Kit Klaus. Oh, you You're a Baja. You're from Barbados. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's why you uh looking down your nose at black folks. I get it now. It makes sense. Baby, but, you know um, how they do. You know the how black, they do it, honey. The black woman's um revenge. Let's talk about it. Girl, um, let's get revenge on Kid Clouds real Let's quick. get revenge on him. Let's get revenge, get revenge on, on his ass. On oh, all these um he man woman haters in the in the chat. Let's do it. Um what is uh, this? Gaston, Gaston, baby, you just got here. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. So oh, look. The, sip, the sip is a different kind of country. Don't <laughs> do it. And oh, the sip is a whole uh, country up until itself, baby. Let me tell you, um, it is something else. But um, uh, they said they ain't about to. We ain't gonna do the Caribbeans like that. Well, don't do me like that. <laughs> but anywho, anywho, okay. black woman's revenge, girl. Black <laughs> women said they are out for revenge, and maybe they didn't say it, but we thought about it, and we thought they about out it. For blood, baby. And we said they out for blood. We've been watching them. We've been observing, and mm -hmm. we came up with some stuff. You know, uh, concrete. What you think they yeah. doing to get revenge on them? Well, what you think first off, why would they, why would they even want revenge? Let me let me just say first off, um, I think that just by looking at social media and looking all around you, most of us can conclude that black women are seeking revenge in some um, shape, form or fashion. Black women um, are they're not hiding the fact that they that they want revenge. They're not even being um, overt or they're not being covert about the fact that they want revenge, that they um, want justice for 
whatever they've dealt with that makes them seek revenge. And I know you asked me the question as it relates to why they might be seeking revenge. I think one of the primary reasons that black women want revenge is because they feel like they have not been protected, that the black men have failed them and not protected them. Um, what about you? I think that um, I, I, ooh, okay. Cause I ain't think about that. I, I thought about it, but I ain't really put a whole lot of thought into like why they were on revenge as opposed to the things that they were doing to get revenge. Um, but I would say that in some aspects, um, I think that some of them were just evil to start. Um, it's kind of like the chicken or the egg argument. Um, some of them are just like that. Um, and then I thought about why they would want revenge. And I was sitting there and I was thinking about like um, women saying that they were abused and guys dogged mm -hmm. them out and treated mm -hmm. them wrong. And I would think that that would be um, another factor in why they would look for revenge on a man. Well, let me go down the list and say a couple of these, too. I think that that's a good one. And I absolutely agree with that. I think that... Um, Black women also uh, want revenge because of the fact that um, they chose the wrong mate. And as a result, they didn't get their desired outcome or what they envisioned when they thought about what family life would be like. Mm -hmm. I also feel as though black women have given in to the media propaganda as it relates to how black, uh oh, hold up moment, as it relates to how black men are viewed by the media and the narratives that are pushed about black men being violent and um, all the things. I think that. Uh, some black women have been let down by their father or father figure, not mm. having a, a male um, figure in the household, not, you know, being in a matriarchal home and not having a man step into a leading position has also caused them angst as it relates to black men. Um, but what about you? You have anything else to add? Um, I actually will go into the things that I do. Well, before you do that, let me, I, I have, I have a lot more. So let me just oh, read off a couple girl. more. I'll read off a couple more before we go into the, um, into the, um, how, how they display the revenge. But, um, I also think that a lot of black women feel as though they have been neglected by the black man. The fact that they feel as, uh, that there is a lack of protection, that black men are not protecting them, that they could be, that they are sitting ducks in some ways, that they, but, are, um, I, the, I also heard. Go ahead. Well, I, I guess what I'm trying to figure out is um, there seems to be a lot of victimization, but no accountability for um, the majority of choices. Uh, majority of men that. Um, OK, how can I put this? Because I don't want to say it the wrong way. Women chose the guys who did whatever to them. The majority of them chose those men. And so when yeah. you've made choices, um, you, you've made a choice, but it, it doesn't seem like they're ever really accountable for those choices as opposed well, to being accountable for their victimization. I do think that's something to explore, but I want to finish reading just the, the few last things I have on my list first, because that is a great point. And that is a theme within a lot of what I'm listing. So I think that you have a great point. Um, I think that uh, some of them have just straight up penis envy. Like it is penis mm, envy that they um, have, you know, bit the feminist bullet. And as a result, they, you know, want what they 
feel black men have um, the ability to attain. Um, all, also, they're jealous of their relationships with other women, women outside of the race. Um, mm -hmm. I think that they have, uh, some of them want revenge because of the perceived hate that they feel are coming from men online. Um, you know, they're, they're mad about men going their own way. And then lastly, I think that, um, Wait, did I say that they feel yeah, I already said that they feel uh, like they're they've been neglected by the black man and they um, feel as though the black man has abandoned his family and community. Oh, I think those were really, really good points, um, especially um, even with the penis envy, because I didn't think uh, I didn't even consider that um, to be a factor. And, you know, even with the list that I did to when I comprised my list of things. Um, the penis envy would probably be one of the main things that I should have considered because um, the type of power that they're seeking nowadays. So I think that's a great point. Um, and then as far as the MGTOW, um, like with men going their own way, I did I did actually consider um, that and in, in how their reaction to that. Um, so I thought that that was an interesting point, too. Um, shout out to RBR Network. He says that's not true. Google owns YouTube and they only promote black women channels that black that bash black men <laughs> and vice versa. Shame on us. Uh-oh. RB. Um, you know what? Because they don't be promoting the breakdown like that, even though hmm, they say we be bashing, girl, but who knows? Um, girl, that's a lie. It is a lie. Shout out to Snuggle668. She says, Sister George, I am proud of you. You went up to help Sister Jessica and you all stood there to hold the line. Keep up the good work. Um, Thank you very much, Snuggles. Uh, we had a really good debate on Fantastic's channel. So if you guys have not okay. subscribed or seen that debate, um, with everybody. It was a good, it was a good show. Um, y'all can go over there and check that out. Um, shout out to Karan again. He says, what about the black women who thought their daughters would look like Jessica X, but oh, they got oh, money love when they swore. Oh, That's somehow black men's fault. Wow. Well. Karan, <laughs> because black women Assume that their daughters would look like Jessica, meaning light skinned and a, um, a different hair texture, but they came out looking like Lonnie Love. Ooh, I don't know about that one, but um, that is interesting. Uh, Y'all made it seem like everybody was listening to BGS from start to finish every time he uh did a show. Y'all know I was out What's here that? trying to get married to Carolina. I don't know what the hell y'all <laughs> thought I had going on. Y'all was busy anyway. Um, Death Racer, we absolutely listened to BGS's content. I definitely enjoyed his content, but sweetie, um, I am of a certain age that penis envy is not a new term for me. I've, I've heard about penis envy probably 20 something years ago. That's not something new. Oh Lord, child, Andrew back. Uh, hey, Andrew. Oh, hey, he Andrew. Says in, <laughs> <laughs> he says in order for black women to get revenge on, on someone, oh, to get revenge, someone would have had done them wrong black women are completely mm. responsible for their state and deserved <laughs> reputation baby we gonna get you out the hood next week we coming we, we coming <laughs> i promise we coming to pg county to uh to, to get you baby we gonna get you up oh, out of the hood baby we gonna get you to <laughs> somewhere he up, he where they down 
Mm-hmm. You know hey, the wire, you- like what you were seeing on the wire. I think that's kind yeah. of what he's dealing with. That's what he's dealing with. It's you gonna be all right. I, I think he just needs him a scone. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, <laughs> get him a scone and some and some and a frappuccino or something because he needs yeah, baby. Like get you but, a um, cake on a stick. That um, part. But let's move into the next um, the next segment where we talk about like how black women are displaying this revenge. So we talked about some of the motivating factors, but what are black women doing that would make it seem as though they're seeking or out for revenge as it relates to black men? I would say, uh, especially as it relates to children, we are teaching our children to um, respect the women, but ignore um, men's authority. Um, mm-hmm. I will say that. Um, hold on, child. Okay. Um, black women are teaching our children to ignore the accountability that black women should have for themselves, but instead to look toward the man. Um, we are training women not to respect men or even themselves. Um, if you look at how a woman, re- how she's dressed nowadays, she's in rebellion to her man. So if she's in rebellion, mm. she doesn't have any respect for him. Um, that's uh, getting revenge because it starts with the kids. So I, I thought that was interesting. Um, keeping men away from their children. Um, that's a form of revenge. Um calling the police and um, recording false claims. I think that's a form of revenge. Um, Being powerful in areas of politics. So when you talked about the penis envy and you notice how politics are moving and how many black women have entered politics, um, I think when women are taking on certain aspects of the political arena um, to where they're actually um, creating power structures surrounding them, and the thing about it is they're not doing the power structure for black people. They are trying to create a structure for uh, a structure of power for black women only. I think mm-hmm. that's a big thing. Um, yeah. Um, those are some of the things I came up with. But what, uh, what are your thoughts so far? Um, do you want to read the super chats and then I can, um, I can chime, uh, chime in as well. Yes, uh, shout out to Big Truck. He says, female inmate impregnated by trans inmate. Come, no, Big Truck. And I think it's highly disrespectful, um, for you to come and do that to us. That wasn't cool, but uh, yeah, thanks so so much for that uh, super chat. You know, we have to be careful. We, we, we are on a uh, liberal platform. So um, you guys be mindful of that when you are super chatting us. Yeah, but no, it's not even a factor of the super chat. But don't come and say that you got something going on like our channel. Like we ain't sitting here conducting a goddamn oh. show. Um, <laughs> okay, yeah, that yeah, that's too. highly, highly rude. Don't do us like that. Don't do it. Don't do that. Yeah, uh, but we'll, we'll make sure to send folks over there once we wrap up. I ain't up. sending shit. So, no, man. Uh, thank you for the support, Big Truck. But um, anyway, so my my commentary on the um, actual part regarding how Black women are displaying their revenge, um, I think that the most obvious way is their disrespect towards Black men and their disregard uh, for Black men. Um, I think in addition to just blatantly flat out disrespecting them, um, I think that black women are um, f- are basically out for self, that they are um, 
trying to level up so that there is not a need for black men. They're attempting to level up so that um, they can exercise options outside of black men. I think that black women are taking a very firm stance on no children and no marriage. Um, we There is 40 something percent of black women of childbearing age who do not have children. And from conversations that I'm having, because I am just actively observing and, and engaging in conversations on a ton of different social media platforms, um, a lot of this is by choice. I have engaged in conversations with women from probably 20 to um, 50s who said that they do not have children and they do not want children, don't intend on having children. And um, they, you know, a lot of them also don't desire marriage. Um, they feel as though um, being, they have a very negative outlook on relationships as it relates to black men and black women. And some of it is is perceived from what they think that people around them have experienced. So maybe grandma, maybe mama and you know didn't have a healthy relationship yeah. dynamic with dad. And as a result, they're they have a sour taste in their mouth relating to black marriage and they are just saying absolutely not don't want it. Don't propose to me. I want to live my best life and marriage is not on the agenda. In addition to that, um, I think that some of the extreme things that I've seen women do are marrying themselves. So having a wedding where they're marrying themselves. Um, I think Maya did it. I saw another woman some time ago. Yeah, I thought um, that was one it. of the most silliest ideas I'd ever seen. I kind of <sighs> laugh every time I see a woman and like yeah. she puts on a big production and she says, I'm going out and I'm marrying myself. Mm -hmm. And she goes and she gets a wedding dress and she dresses up and like she really goes out of the way and I'm always kind of sitting there puzzled like um, you know maybe self love and self worth looks a bit different to me like mm -hmm. I don't have to tell the world that I'm committed to me I don't have to tell the world that um, I'm marrying myself to show myself some respect or to right. show myself self love so I you know I always thought it was a weird concept and I well I thought not weird just silly as fuck and I'm mm -hmm. like, yeah, you got to tell people that you love you. And then I'm like, and it right. still doesn't necessarily comes across as self-love. It comes across as fucking weird. It's um, like you want attention. Like you're saying, yeah. I don't care what people think and I don't care about what men think, but I want you guys to see me marry myself. Like you need to put on a show and put on a display, which is kind of um, contradictory to what you say matters to you or does not matter to you for that matter. But um, also, in addition to that, I think things like abortion is also um, oh, one of the ways in which Black women display that revenge. Um, they don't want to, you know, and women pushing the notion of not having, you know, Black sons, things like that, just absolutely crazy stuff like that. Another thing that I think that women are doing is I'm also seeing a lot of women who are um, exercising their options as it relates to leaving the country. And I've yes. seen a lot of women moving to Africa and child, like the African men love them. They are posting videos of them dating African men and, and quite a few of them have found husbands and so they're like okay well i'm going to exercise my options outside of african-american men by leaving the country and then lastly i think that another way that the revenge is displayed which is kind of sad is through the mistreatment of their children Absolutely. i saw something that was very extreme today where a woman 
which um, she might have been Hispanic. I can't say necessarily that she was, I mean, she might have been like a black Hispanic, to be completely honest. I can't say that she was African American. Um, she looked like a black Hispanic. But um, she actually um, went, was talking about how she intends on getting her, having, her son having a vasectomy when he turns 14, which is soon. Um, because of the fact that her baby daddy left her and, um, you know, she doesn't want her son to impregnate someone and do that to them because it is reversible and she is going to ensure that, you know, he doesn't follow in his dad's footsteps and impregnate somebody and leave them, which is cruel, especially cruel, uh, which is despicable, which, you know, I feel like you shouldn't have, that's like taking your daughter and getting her tubes tied at, at 12 because you don't want her to to get pregnant because you did like I, I think that it's just the thought um it really bothers me to even you know um process uh what she was saying and she was arguing pretty strongly for it um and i think that that's a form of abuse um uh, but like i said i think that another way that it it, it displays itself or women just black women display it is by mistreatment of children especially if they look like that like yes. you know, whew, yeah um, yeah um, I'm gonna read these super chats. Uh, shout out to Big Truck. He says, "I want both of you and your new hairstyles to come." Um, Big Truck, if we ain't out here too late, I'll definitely drop in and support, and at least um, to be in the chat so I can listen. Shout out to RBR. He says, "Big Truck makes my point that Google promotes anything negative about Black people. They encourage it. <laughs> Shame on us for not fighting back." Yeah. Oh, thank you okay. so much. Baby Andrew is on your ass. Oh, <laughs> Shout out to Andrew. He says, oh, my gosh. catfishing with that pick. She chose the pick with a young hairstyle, which made her look 25. <laughs> we all that know picture is um that picture is how I look. I chose the picture because baby, the light was hitting me on that day just right. Thank and I you like good boo. Thank mm. you, thank you, thank you, Andrew over there hating. And she looked the same in person, boo. Nah, nah. Now I can't shit out of y'all ass. I'd be like, <laughs> y'all gonna get these filters today. There, I said it. He says also openly siding with white supremacist mm. ideals mm. using her corporate and HR positions to discriminate Ooh. against unsuspecting black there uh -oh. I said shit we should have been the one to send you the super chat that was, <laughs> on, point. That yes. was on point that was a very good okay um, there I said it come on yes man. he was on it uh, shout yeah. out to Big Truck Motorsports he says RBR spends most of his time fighting his own mods um okay <laughs> Shout out to Eugene Steele. He says, y'all talk about black women having revenge and there are content creators like Cynthia and Tanya who are steady trying to boost their heads up. You have a point too, Eugene. Um, listening to some of the rhetoric, I think I've seen a lady say, are black men, no, are dogs better than black men or are oh. black men? Girl, wow. Wow. I said now, Mm. They sit over there and complain, but then I guess they'll go back to and say that, well, you got Minister Jab calling black women German shepherds. So what's right, let's put this tip for time. We got 40, 50 year old people in this space doing the tip 
that game. Oh, he did it, so I'm gonna do it too. Like that's absolutely crazy to me. Nobody else's actions determine how I respond. Like I mean, how I act. If you coming at me personally, that's one thing. But you making a general asinine statement against black people, I may have my thoughts uh, about you, and I may disregard you because I know that you a whole coon. But I'm not going. I don't have to respond in the same fashion by getting on my platform and down um, downplaying black men and degrading black men like how that makes me just as foolish as you are yeah um it it gets to be a little crazy but um the whole thing to me i one day i'll talk about it because i ain't trying to fight the sisterhood today i know i'm gonna end up fighting them before it's all over with i ain't trying to fight today yeah i've been waiting child i've just been waiting um Hmm. Yeah, because it's going to go down. But um, what I wanted to know from you, um, do you think Black women use the welfare system as a form of revenge? Um, By and large, no, I don't. Um, I, I do think that some components of it, I think that they may use the welfare system in order to enact like child support, because I think if you use welfare, you're more likely to move the process along faster. Um, so I think maybe components of the system, but by and large, I don't think that black women are um, sitting around waiting for a welfare check. I think most black women have a number of hustles and um, they, they do use some components. So, you know, maybe Section 8 or um, helping to get their child support order enforced or something like that. Um, Red Scorpio, she was, you probably, you gotta be talking about your mom. Um, you know what? We, we, we not, we not. You got to be talking um, about her. Um, we ain't no punks, baby. I, I, I don't feel like fussing and fighting today, but honey, um, it, it ain't no, it ain't scared business over here, boo. We don't do that. Don't do us like that. Don't so there was something else I was going to say regarding that. But what are your thoughts regarding it about, uh, black women using the welfare system for revenge? Um, I won't say that I agree with that at all. Um, You know, they'll talk about um, black women pushing the man out of the house and saying, okay, you got to go and we'll take all this money that the government is offering us um, because you haven't, we don't want you to sign the child support. We don't want you in our homes. We don't want this. We're putting you out. You got to go. And it was it, it's an interesting concept that, you know, I've heard a lot of men make these talking points like um, women did this back in the day and that all the women were on welfare, all the community communities were drug ridden, whatever, whatever. And I I don't think that it was a form of revenge more so than it was a form of survival. Um, it's easy to push a narrative um when you're not there um and then when they talk about people writing books on the subject um a lot of the books that this space refers to were actually written by white men so white white men or white women yes I don't think they read read, um, books written by black folks because baby they will quote those books written by white folks like the bible Absolutely. And so then I thought about it. Um, It was a book about slavery and they were saying that um, black women actually wanted the white men and 
um, black yes. women were like actually flirting with the white men and um, trying to uh, be under the white man and um, making it sound glamorous as opposed the one to Neil Ibsen uh, about the Danish or Swedish people. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And so I was, you know, I sit there and I'm like, OK, so if a white man is sitting here telling you that the black daughters woman, of the slaves, right? That's what it is. Exactly. So if a white man sits here and tells you that a black woman wanted it and she 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 desired him, she wanted to be up under him as if she wasn't in a position to fight for her fucking life. And it's coming from his perspective, which his people enslaved them. Does it make sense for you to trust that? Um, That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, the thing so is, I feel like there's no level that we go to, and I know that this is sidetracking a little bit, but yeah. there's no level that we won't go to to make each other seem like we're the worst, most vile beings in the world. Like to hear black men insist that black women wanted it during slavery is like repulsive to me. It makes me like have a physical reaction when I hear stuff like that. Um, number one, a, a black person did not have the right to um, refuse rape and, and assault. But, you know, like, I, like there's no limits to what we will say to one another to hurt one another and or to make the other uh, party look like they're just the most despicable beings that God created. And that right there is white supremacy. We have bought into it hook, line and sinker and we push it amongst ourselves. We regurgitate the very same talking points to one another in order to hurt each other. And it's just juvenile. It's despicable. It's disgusting. It is divisive. It's, it's trifling. And so then um, we still see it today. Uh, no, Kit Clouds, we see black men and black women dating out. We see a lot of that on both sides. Um, the majority of, uh, I'm not saying the majority of black men date out because the majority don't. The majority of black women or black men date out. Um, I don't think the majority desires desire to date out. That's proven, but um, when it comes down, when you're talking about slavery and you're talking about books and shit like that, and I'm like, okay, these books were written written by white people. Do you really think they're going to make their people seem like rapists and uh, uh exactly, exactly? You know what? Yeah, when people, it, I, I just yep. it was that's so, why it's you know, called I, I thought about, I was like, What the hell? The person writing the story gets to create their, they get to push their narrative. And if you're talking about the Moynihan report, do, you, do your research on Moynihan as well. Do you think that he had a vested interest to tell the truth? Like, look Moynihan up, look into him and what the things that he did personally outside of that report that he um, that he created. Now, I've watched the, the documentary and I've seen like the interviews and stuff like that. And I'm not saying that the interviews were doctored, but anybody, I could go to the low lowest species of, uh, of of white people who are, you know, living in the mountains in Virginia and talk to them about whiteness as well and hear some, some crazy nonsense and publish it and make it seem as though this is how all white people operate. We accept the stuff that they push out to us as fact and we'll argue against one another regarding it. And it's just crazy to me. Um, it's still post, uh, shout out to him. He said, um, BGS said most black women were sold into slavery as concubines. I call bullshit on that. Um, if you got if women working the damn fields and, and picking cotton and working on what y'all damn fields. How are they sold 
sold into no. slavery as concubines, sold into slavery, i.e. your property. You don't have the right to uh, refuse anything. Like, that's just silly to me. Um, Y'all ain't about to get my pressure up. Before we do that, though, I did have a question for you. What's up? Uh, before we move on, I'm sorry. Um, do... Do you think most black women are actually seeking revenge against black men or are black women truly minding their own black business businesses, taking vacations, starting businesses? You know, since the pandemic, black women, female led businesses have grown more than it ever has in one year. Um, are they just minding their business, tending to their children, living their best life, uh, you know, vacationing, trying to live a life of luxury, um, trying to create new side hustles or are they truly out? here seeking revenge against black men um i think that um i would say i would say um maybe about 35 percent might be seeking revenge um you have a lot of women that have actually gotten hurt and they are out for blood um you have some women who will use the kids, use their careers, use whatever um, to make these niggas suffer because they feel some type of way or somebody made them feel some type of way. I, I do think you do have a certain amount that that are seeking revenge. Absolutely. That's, what about thank you? you? But uh, I want to answer that, but I want to say really quickly, I under, I know what a concubine is, but a concubine is not a chattel slave. A concubine would be well above a chattel slave and would have rights. A chattel slave did not. But as it relates to the question, I think that... Um, I think that most black women are living their best lives. Well, not not necessarily living their best lives. I'm sorry. Let me take that back. I think that most black women are living their lives. I don't think that they are... Um, you know, set on seeking revenge or exacting revenge on black men. I think that most black women, um, you know, many of whom are mothers, don't have the time and energy to put into uh, uh, creating um, or exacting revenge on black men, uh, creating scenarios where they can um, somehow uh, get revenge on black men. Um, so I think that for the most part, they're just living their lives. I do wanted to want to say one thing that we didn't talk about, but another way that black women exact revenge is through game. They feel like uh, by, mm -hmm. by, by trying to play men, by trying to get over on them, getting what they can, getting a bag from them. Great point. You know, so that was another thing that I just that just came into my mind. But I don't think most black women are lo looking to exact revenge. Um, I'm going to get to uh, RBR after I read this. Uh, uh, Shanti, you said how does a woman use her career to make an uneducated uh, nake or pay? Um, I would say that if a man is qualified for a job and she is in a position of human resources and she chooses to go with somebody else who is less qualified, um, that would be using her um, career to make a, a dude pay. Um, we've heard examples even with concrete um, that she's seen women in hu human resources to where the man was qualified, probably overqualified, yes. and women have still tr uh, tried to overlook them just because they were in a certain position. Mm -hmm. If a man um, was, uh, what's the word? Um, if a man is too too too, too strong, masculine, too strong, too masculine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, we have definitely seen examples as to where they would try to keep those type of men down. Um, and they will ha hire somebody who's probably uh, effeminate. So yeah, I, I think absolutely. 
seen those examples in real time where a qualified person would be overlooked because they um, embody too much masculine energy that would be deemed toxic masculinity in today's time. Um, and someone more docile has gotten the job. Um, and to be completely honest, that is a white supremacist tactic. Um, corporate America is one of the last bastions of white supremacy and they learn from the best from white male patriarchs who uh, uh, have um, adopted that type of behavior and they've allowed black women to step into certain positions as gatekeepers because they um, are comfortable that black women will do the same. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, let's uh, get RBR up in here. RBR, what are your thoughts? Oh, good. It's a it's a great discussion. Thank you for having uh, me. This guy talking about, I'm sorry, really quick, RBR. What do you okay. call the relationship between Lupita and the master in 12 years a slave? Was she considered a concubine and a breeder because they sold her son and daughter? Oh, okay. Um, in 12 years a slave, she was a slave. So she was not a concubine. Um, I know that it was presented, even though it's a fictional movie, as though um, she used her body for favors for the master. To be completely honest, I'm not um, doubting that, that that did happen, that Black women use their feminine prowess in whatever way. They uh, they were property, but I, I'm not doubting that women did that to save someone, like, you know, try to keep my child on the um, plantation for longer, to avoid, uh, you know, to get a piece of bread. I'm not doubting that that happened, but that's no different than a person being sex trafficked and they're, you know, doing favors to ensure that they can get some soap to wash their behind. Like, your property, you don't have the right to say no, but I do believe that women probably did use what they have, but to act as if this was somehow a consensual relationship that they enjoyed and 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 you know um engaged in because it was so enjoyable is just repulsive to me it's despicable yeah, that, that's non-critical race that. theory that's some non-critical race theory right there that he's talking about um first of all they would have never make, got the movie made unless they played black people out and made white people superior in the movie so please stop with that nonsense but um it does bring up a good point about two things one, we have to be cognizant about who owns the platform, who owns the media, who owns it. If we had a business and we controlled all the business in the world, all the media in the world, would we make uh, white people superior and black people inferior? No, if we owned it, we'd make white people. We sent the GK. Dylan Roof. Now, I wouldn't because I have an integrity, but white people in charge of these platforms in charge of these meet the media and, and Twitter and Facebook, man, please. They see it as a perfect opportunity to show every interracial relationship. You can't even watch a commercial without seeing the inter interracial couple. Here come the white girl. Here come the white boy. Here come the sister. Here come the part time baby. I mean, so they're forcing this myth of white supremacy that too many blacks believe is a reality, but it's the myth of white supremacy that they're forcing down our throat. The second thing is false majorities. If you look at how many black people um, Google allows to come here, the search engine only allows 1.6 million black people to come to black YouTube. There are 220 million black people with YouTube accounts. You don't get any more than 1.6 million here at any given time. Go to Daily World Star Hip Hop. Don't go there, but 
you can go there and see how many daily views they get. 1.6 million. How come? Because Google's the same search engine that sends traffic to World Star Hip Hop than they do to YouTube. They own YouTube. So they make sure that the only people that get up here are hood conservatives, are R. Are, are, are Kelly and Bill Cosby. They only let people come here who hate black men, hate black women, hate black people, think I'm a coon because I'm educated and don't support Trump and the Nazis. They only let people come here who, and they only promote people who are either apolitical, like Kelly Stamps or Marcus Brownlee. They won't talk about race. They won't talk about politics, although they black as hell. All right. Or people that are bashing black men and women and got a man in his bed and he's giving uh, relationship advice to heterosexuals. Mm. Those are the only people they promote. And shame on us for letting these fake black conservatives <laughs> think that they're the majority when only 9% of them motherfuckers voted for Trump. 90% wow. of black people voted for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. They will not let even 10 million black people come here because these idiots would be out of here Nobody would listen. Yo, this Hold on, Rosie. Let, let me let him wrap it up. Let your conservative we'll, ass talk. After and then I we'll finish. move on to hood circle. Go <laughs> ahead, sure. RB. Oh, hold on, RBR. Go ahead, and then we'll move. All right. On well, no, I pretty much. I know you dropped some facts. Yeah, okay. let the conservatives get in here and bash the hell out of me because I'm not conservative. You, nigga, he okay. lost. RBR, your man lost, Rosie. Let me. Um, we're we're gonna start with hood conservative. I want to hear what he has to say on the topic. I know he's coming up here to talk some ish. Um, I girl, brace yourself. Let me step away. I'm gonna step away while he talk. Go ahead. Hood no, you don't leave. You stay here because you're the one I, I need to speak with. On, Drink later. You're, you're the one I need to speak with. Yeah. Oh, let me go fix me some Hennessy because uh -oh. it's gonna. Be yeah, good. you have a drink, Sister George. You cool. Thank you. Wow. No, no, seriously, all jokes aside, those, but th thanks for having me up, ladies. It's always fun talking to y'all. I, I, you know, I, I do come in peace, even though I have serious issues to talk about. Now, how is it, Concrete Rose, you can hold two ideas at the same time? Or you expect me to hold these two ideas at the same time, rather. One, you just told me in all the ways, and, and thank you for that, that meticulous list of betrayal and, and treachery that black women seem to engage in almost automatically. You're on autopilot with this shit. Like dudes don't even have to do anything to you. You've never picked cotton. You've never been beaten. So the whole slavery narrative, I, I totally reject. You can have that, but I reject it. Wait a minute. Now, I, 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 wait, wait, wait a minute. A slavery narrative. I, we were talking about slavery from a different perspective. I wasn't saying no, no. contributing when, that to what black women are. Wait, you saying black women revenge ain't never for not being protected? Revenge for not being protected about the black starts in slavery. For, uh, today's black woman has never had to pick cotton. Oh, okay, okay. But okay. I, I didn't say that. Me. See, conservative, you be piecing stuff together that no one says. I wasn't saying they're seeking revenge for for slavery. We were talking about slavery from a different perspective. I, I, that wasn't one of the things. On our list, uh, ma'am, when you say revenge for not being protected, how does how does the protection narrative work today? They talk, they feel like black men it, don't protect black women today. Fair enough, and you know what? Fine, I won't stretch it all the way to you, but it is my supposition that that argument starts with the slavery narrative. It, it goes right back to you didn't protect us, and that's why we was enslaved. And I, I'm not going to hold you to it. I could have swore you actually drew that connection yourself, but fine, I'll move on. That being said, how, how can you expect me to know 
all of the betrayals and all the treachery and all the backstabbing that you just listed that that actually happens casually you don't actually have to do anything wrong to incur any of this shit it's just you know because of historical collective grievances or something like that right that's true on the one hand but on the other hand the same person who could do all that also tells me that the white man is my enemy don't read white books you take white money you use that white money to keep me down. You use your There's white no position in white circles to keep me out. There's no such white money. Excuse me, dude. Excuse me. Hold on. You're invisible for the moment. What kind of stupid shit? Hold on, RBR. RBR, let him finish his point. We want to let him finish his point. How do you expect me to... How do you expect me to actually like consider that reality that on the one hand you will backstab me and all that stuff, but you're also right about the white man and you take his money and use it against me at the same time? Um, I think that that's a fair question. I do want to say, though, that I, I wasn't <laughs> I don't expect you to hold two ideas at the same time. Uh, I, the arguments that I laid out as it relates to black women seeking revenge and what their motivating factors are and how that revenge is displayed was true based on my observation. My only thing is that I said I don't think most black women are engaging in the act of seeking revenge. Um, and I think that some of it that they may still do certain things that do come almost as second nature to them because it's something that they practice for so long that could be aligned with seeking revenge. But I just don't think that they're actively, actively doing these things with the mindset of seeking payback from black men. And um, I, I think that, you know, not all black women are, um, you know, out for revenge as it relates to black men. Okay, can, can I also just challenge the very notion of revenge? Because to even say that you're seeking revenge is for, for black men, we have to accept a, a, a level of complicity. Like to acknowledge that you're seeking revenge against us is to acknowledge we did something worthy of revenge, right? So I kind of reject that off the jump. Like, no, you're not seeking revenge. You're acting out according to whatever programming that you all seem to share or, or majority of you seem to share. It's not revenge. This is the plan. This is how you just, this is how you've raised yourselves. Danny kind of pointed out that a lot of it is them not taking accountability for their own actions. When I ran off my list, she's like, okay, when we talk about black women seeking revenge as a result of, you know, feeling like they were abandoned by the man that they decided to have children with, like that is something that you should be accountable for. When we talk about them, you know, feeling as though they're not protected because you want to be able to act an ASS and jump up in a man's face. And then you expect anyone around to not allow that man to respond in kind. So a lot of it is them not being accountable for their own actions. And it's not because of anything that, that a man has truly done to them. Um, so I, I agree with you in that regard. Thank you. That, that's all for now. Damn, right, you showed them up. You no, no, don't, don't, no, don't encourage them. Let, let them go. Let them go on You out. guys think I'm a monster. I'm just ahead of the curve. That's all. You come up here with smoke. You come up here with smoke. I feel like you just beat like a, a thing in like Mortal Kombat or something. Like, girl, we yeah, did. That was a yeah. light whooping. I could take that. Oh, the concrete? Don't start now. Oh, see, look. No, okay. No, let's let's get uh CJNBM in here and hear what he has to say as it relates to the topic. Hey, CJ. Hey, how you guys doing? Pretty good. What's Depending good on what with you? Gonna say. Oh my god. Yeah, um, as far as this whole revenge thing goes, what, what, what I think is not being mentioned is that 
many of us, black men and black women, we have a um a feeling of being of of anger or being slighted that's not really appropriate. And what I mean by that is a lot of us are taking normal relationship ups and downs as oh my goodness they're they're the worst person ever like for example like in life you might get cheated on somebody might break up with you they might leave you that's that's a normal relationship occurrence that everybody goes through and so to use that to be like oh all these men are bad all these women are bad i think it's just out of place like if somebody put their hands on you or they leave you with a kid or, or they, they, they take advantage of you sexually. That's something that I can understand you having a real problem with the opposite gender. But just being in a relationship and it didn't work out, that's not a reason for you to be so angry. But a lot of people who are angry these days, male and female, they're angry because of things that happen in normal relationships every day. That's very true. What about, you know what, CJ, you brought up something very interesting, Danny, that we did not talk about. That is really and truly one of the primary reasons that I think Black women seek revenge is that Black women have been violated. So there are a number of Black women who have been violated by Black men. And as a result, they want revenge against all Black men. The, and um, the mm. interesting thing about that is that we do harm to each other. Black men and Black women, we hurt each other, just like white men and white women, just like Asian men and Asian women, because we typically, you know, the overwhelming majority of us date out within our race. So as a result, the pain and hurt that we experience is going to naturally come from within our race, you know, the male within our or female within our race. But um, I do think that it, it's it's kind of absurd to think that you know, black men or black women are these monsters because that's who you've primarily dated when if you know that um that's just you know if you have primarily dated white women you would have had bad um experiences with white women too and same for black women if you would have primarily dated white men you would have had negative experiences with those white men as well um the grass is not necessarily greener on the other side it's just that you know we're dating who's in proximity to us and most of us date within our race so that's where we feel as though the pain and trauma we've experienced is coming from um concrete do you see this comment made by deontay whitaker oh dante says it's clear at this point that black women have no legitimate grievances against black men hmm. um what do you think what do you that's think so about that danny do you think black women have legitimate grievances against black men Yes, I think Dante is smoking crack over there. Um, I think there are legitimate grievances on both sides now. Um, how we've affected each other um, has seemed to kind of have trans... Um, it might look different on one side versus the other. But um, yeah, it, it, everybody's gotten fucked over by, you know, on both, on uh, both sides. Everybody's got fucked over on both sides. So no, can, can I, can I tell you the difference? Hold on. Black men have systemic grievances, whereas black women have individual grievances. 
you but but the thing about it is um the fact of the matter is you black men try to blame black women for their systemic grievances when black women weren't in that sort of power and so then you look at a black woman and say well why would you accept that um if you're but if you're talking about her survival versus her being dead and she's doing what she has to to survive and i'm saying at, at a certain point i'm not saying that's always been the case then, um, you know, I feel like black men did what they had to to survive and they didn't make the best choices um, when it came down to certain aspects of it. So if you saying that black women were um, kicking men out the house and we were accepting welfare, um, to me, that would be the equivalent of a black man accepting a white man's drugs to push to his neighborhood and his community to destroy it. Um, uh, I feel hold, like wait a minute. Hold on. that's my opinion. That's just me. No, hold on. I'm not, I'm not saying you're wrong, but let's 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 kind of play with that for a minute. If, if black women can say, listen, I kicked you out the house to, to survive. I did what I had to do. Like, I'll accept that. Even if I disagree on whatever level. Fine. The problem is. You now admit you drew first blood. You have no grievance. Well, you're saying that we drew first blood. I'm not saying that we drew right. first blood. I literally just gave an example of two things that destroyed our community. Um, that's not saying that uh, she kicked them out the house or nothing transpired before that. Uh, because the question that will always be a question in my mind if you're doing what you should what you're supposed to be doing as a man then how does a white man even infiltrate your house to kick you to have her because the woman is weak the woman is weak that's um, how but if you're supposed to have control over your woman that's under your leadership in your household then that she's as weak as you are so you um, want to be a slave no no so you want to be a slave that's the only way to win is to make you a slave monday morning, the mor monday morning quarterbacking for us to use our experiences in today's society to kind of judge what happened back then um, on both sides like we don't know what their experience was and even uh with the limited information that we have we have to look at it through a, a lens that they probably were looking at it through black women right. absolutely and did you say this resources because there was an intentional effort to lock black men out of the job market so but as yeah. a result, like black women that that should not have been a, a reason to divide the family like no no matter what get what you can get get your reparations any way that you can however that should not have been a reason to cause a divide or a breakdown between the black family uh, what well, one of the things that I think that we don't talk about they're timing me out too they take oh, the timing me out guys it's, don't it's, time it's, people uh, yeah, the, the coons that you gave branches to are timing me out. Go ahead, Olivia. What's your point? Don't stop timing them out. All right. Yeah, come on, coons. All right. Now, here's the thing. What we're not accepting. Now, first of all, in 1959, when the Monaghan Report was written, there wasn't something called um, welfare reform that was done uh, by the Obama administration that said that a man in the household can make up to 13 uh hundred dollars a month and the woman doesn't have to kick him out of the home uh she could still get welfare and food stamps okay if a if a woman or somebody in the household is in school getting training or Can in we college just say this no don't say this we, we uh, i'm gonna let him uh, rbr we'll give you 60 seconds to wrap it up and then we'll let you thank in rosie thank you so what i'm saying is is <laughs> today's laws are not 1959 laws 
A woman does not have to kick a man out of the home. And the reason we have a 94.3% black households in the middle class today, as per the 2010 and 2020 uh, 20 census, thank you, Obama, is because 25 million black people got $2.3 trillion savings in their health care and they got a $300 billion tax cut. And if you have more than two people in the home that are even making minimum wage, you're in the middle class. So the answer is not to kick mm. black men and black women out of home. That's what white people want because they want to make America great again. They don't want us to have any black babies. They want us to be poor. They want you niggas to attack. Okay, RBR. Thank, Thank you. you. Can I just say Thank this? you. Thank you, yeah. RBR. Rosie, go ahead. What, what's your um point? What's your contribution? Well, what I have to say about you know um black men make themselves look very weak. When they say black woman kicked them out of their home. First of all, if it's your home and you bought it, how can your woman kick you out your home? That don't make sense. If you holding shit down, if you holding the community down and you're a strong group of men, ain't no let me tell you something. If I if I bought a house tomorrow. And I got a, and I, um, and I started to get married and got a, uh, and got a wife. My woman cannot kick me out of my home that I bought and paid for. So not I have true. to. Not so true. I, she can divorce you. Wait a minute, Rosie. Let uh, um, Rosie, excuse me, um, RBR, let him finish because he okay, didn't interrupt. That's not you. true. If she divorces okay, you, she we gets got, mad. we got a, RBR. We got to let him finish. Go ahead, Rosie. Okay, so listen, man. Most okay, so like I was saying, right. If you're doing what you're supposed to do, you ain't going to get kicked out. Okay? You're supposed to be white <laughs> if you ain't white. Okay, RBR, that's the last time. Come on. That was the best thing he said all night, though, right there. That was actually <laughs> yeah, funny. <laughs> but we want to uh, be respectful. Like, come on, you calling the man idiots and all that. Let him finish his point, and then we're going to um, we'll, we'll allow you an opportunity to chime in if there's no one else that wants to speak. And, and not only that, right? What is stopping black men today? being in the household. Why the fuck do black men always go back to the damn 60s and 70s to talk about black, they got kicked out of the home, okay? What happened in the 80s? What happened in the 90s? What happened in the early 2000s? What happened, what's happening now? Like, what is stopping black men from doing what the fuck they supposed to They always talk about black women this, black women kicked them out the home. Well, was it your home? Was it your house? It must have not been your house if she had that authority to kick you out. I mean, I don't get it, man. Y'all need to stop it with that shit. You were weak as fuck. And it probably was not your house. Okay. And she kicked you the fuck out because you probably wouldn't do what you're supposed to do. Black men always want to act like they're not in the wrong. I, this is why we don't get nowhere because Negroes always want to talk about how a woman kicked them out. Well, cheap black woman drew, um, drew first blood. No, they didn't. The one that drew blood was this white man. And another I agree thing. with that. Okay? And another thing. Black woman, on average, is not trying to seek revenge. Like, let's keep it real on that. Now, you do have some black women they want to date out because they see black men doing it. So they're like, okay, well, if y'all niggas could do it, we could do it too. It's like, if you're talking about that, that's kind of like revenge. But other than that, 
the average black woman ain't trying to seek revenge. I believe that a lot of these black women are hurt, right? And, and they want black men to stop running from their responsibility, right? And that's it. Let's keep it real, black men. We do a lot of running from responsibility, period. That's all I got to say for right now. All right. Thank you so much. Let me read this uh, super chat from Sir Tice. He says, Drug drugs and government dole is not the universal experience of all black women and black men. Stop making it like it was the sole two things. Um, no, it wasn't. There was a serious economic shifts that were kind of over the heads mm -hmm. of black America, period. And also, like, like people forget black, black women in particular were actually targeted with these ideas. These ideas weren't self-generated. You got injected with these these feminist thoughts. And, and like the history of that, that whole thing has been laid out by, by you mm -hmm. know, plenty of guys that came before me. So it's not like I'm saying anything for the first time to you women. Uh, the, the idea that these grievances are just some kind of natural phenomena that you would just normally have as a black woman growing up. Like, no, you get taught to be this mm -hmm. way. And there's like a whole history of this. All, all the books that you say we don't read by black authors are the same books that got these women so fucked up. Uh, no, that's not true. I'm, I'm talking about informative books, not not any of the, the feminist books yeah, pushing feminist rhetoric but i do think that black women were absolutely used by um the feminist movement to uh propel their movement and they um were indoctrinated with feminist ideologies and that is a large part of why black women are um have this disdain for black men so you have a really good point with that and i, and I agree um well, I, I would i, I would say for a, the women i, I would say that only works for the women because Feminist views don't have any effect on white feminist views don't have any effect on black men. So, sure they do. No, they you don't. just heard some. No, you, I swear to God, you just no. heard some. Well, let me say what I'm saying, and then you yeah, can let him say it because Danny was like trying to try and answer. I like what you're saying. What the sister was saying is that white feminists. She ain't talking about white men because white men aren't feminists. They oppose feminism no different than black men do. So the white men ain't pushing white feminism. The white women are the single, unattractive, lesbian, white women. So they want black women to do the same thing to black men. You don't need no black man. You got the government, you got whatever. So the black men though, are influenced by the white manosphere. You niggas come from the white manosphere and those white men do not want those women to have equal footing with you as men, because they don't want their white women to have equal footing to Mario Cuomo. They do not no, no, no. want equality. You know what black women don't want? They don't want black men to have the authority and power that they see white men have. That's your real fear. Well, that's true. And why, why, why would you have a problem with that, though? Because whether or not white people have power over us is not on our women. That's on our men. See, we don't send our women to tell white men we don't want you to be in power. The so why is it the, though? Oh, never mind. Danny was going to No, go ahead. Anyway. You're right. The women are the ones who hmm. voted out Trump. Not you idiots who voted for Bernie Sanders. So the Ooh. women are the ones who took seized power. Stay Man. Them. Huh. Let, Danny, what was the pushback that you were going to give? Um, My pushback was for Sir Tice about the drugs. Um, And he's saying that it's not a universal experience for all black women and black men. 
Um, but then to minimize the effect that drugs had over our communities, um, more men were locked up during the uh, the, the Reagan um, administration than ever. Um, more women were on drugs and crack cocaine than ever. Mm -hmm. um, so when you say that it, it wasn't universal, I feel like that's actually a lie. I don't know what bubble you were living in, but I'll go as far as to say I was in New York City in the 80s um, during the crack era. And then when I moved back to Mississippi in the early 90s, uh, the crack era was still happening um, in spite of uh, the so quote unquote campaigns to shut it down. So I'm not saying that everybody went through that. But if you lived in a, uh, a middle... Uh, middle income um, area, um, your area was more than likely affected uh, by drugs at some point. I've seen neighborhoods mm -hmm. go from one extreme to another. Um, oh, yeah. That's crack. True. So, that's true. Um, yeah, it, it's just oh, interesting. Kick that crack, a lot of crack in Barbados? Um, um, well, if y'all didn't have crack, then y'all were very, very fortunate. But America did have crack and crack was not um, a main city thing. Um, crack affected a lot of uh, states. Oh, yeah. A lot of city and states all across the country. So mm -hmm. when you act like it's like uh, people smoking marijuana and like it wasn't an epidemic or like it didn't destroy lives and families and a lot of and kill our people. And then we ha literally had our men at war and jailed them. Um, then I think it's kind of naive for you to say something like this, Sir Tice. No, okay. I, think, I think you kind of we have to restate the, uh, the the argument. It's not so much that all black people were were caught up in in a drug game or something or, or affected by the drug game, but look at our population is so small and, and kind of relatively condensed in certain areas that for most black families, someone was involved. So that, that, it kind of touches you in that way. Like oh, you, you're absolutely. only one or two people removed from a murder, a drug sentence, a drug exactly. dealer, a, a woman absolutely. who was addicted. Like, but they're misinterpreting what's being said. Nobody is saying that you're from a crack home. Just right. listen to what right. conservatives said. Like typically we all know someone who was affected by it. There may be an aunt, an uncle, a cousin, a neighbor, like somebody you know. It's touched somebody that you know personally. Personally. Can we talk about, can we talk about sister... Um, the effect that the men that were making the most money off of drugs, how that had, how, how much sway they had with the women. Because a lot of women. Well, the white man made the most money off men. of it, but who are you talking that about? <laughs> that part. The white man made the most Men were making a lot of money and the women didn't have a problem with that. You know what, uh, RBR, uh, Concrete and I were actually coming up with a concept because we were going to do Anatomy of a Dope Boy. At, Don't um, be telling point. these people our business. Um, well, well, they can listen, but it's already been put out. And if you, if somebody else do it, they already know. That's but that's all they gonna get. Concrete. I'm gonna say everything we got going on, what we got planned. But um, it was just interesting that you brought that up, RBR, because we had actually planned a show and was kind of doing in our little research phase and um, doing something with that because it has affected a lot of people. Um, we did bring up the point that um, women encouraged the behavior um at some point women enjoyed the money that they were able to receive from that they did benefit a, a lot of women benefited off that at some point um but then you know to go into like how much it's destroyed with our communities um but the culture uh still remains and people are still like um they move in large amounts of cocaine and it's still being bragged about and glorified so um 
you know, it's definitely a topic that we plan on doing at some point. I, th I think that would be a good one. Anywho. Thank you, RPR. Anywho. All right, Renee. Renee says felons are limited to working jobs. That's a lie. A felon, and when the first thing they ask you, have you been convicted of a fucking felony? So no, felons are much more likely to start businesses. Why? They can't get hired by some racist who hates them because they're black. They have to start their own businesses. And many do. If you look at someone like Rock, Rock was in jail for manslaughter, got out of jail, had to become an actor. Now he's a rich millionaire, got all the money. I have a friend that had, was stealing Rolex watches, did seven years in a federal prison, came out, couldn't get a job, uh, started a, a store, a chain store, a convenience store chain called Quick Mart, and 7-Eleven bought 30 of them. He's yeah, but some, uh, there, are, there are a number of companies so, who receive kickback, federal kickbacks if they hire felons. So, like, there are, um, you know, UPS, uh, FedEx, truck driving. You can, There are a ton of things that fel felons aren't relegated to working at McDonald's. Um, good point. Good point. But, so we got to dispel uh, that lie. Um, but let's let get Mrs. Black. Oh, go ahead. I was just saying we want to get Mrs. Black in and see what she has on the topic. Hey, Mrs. Black, how you doing? Good evening, ladies. Hey, Mrs. Having, having a good week thus far. Absolutely. Um, I wanted to come in and, and as a black woman to say, I think the lines are kind of blurred between revenge and survival. Mm. And I say that to say um, some of our choices in life are misinterpreted as revenge. And actually, we're just doing something to survive. We have to, you know, when a woman has a baby, you know, it's, we don't have the opportunity to say, I got to get myself together or, or that can wait, or I don't have time. We instantly, the minute the baby comes out, we're instantly supposed to know what we're supposed to do and act accordingly. So a lot of the decisions we choose to make are not, I'm not going to say all, but some of the decisions we choose to make are for our, our offspring. Our job is to protect what comes out of our body, regardless of who decides to contribute. And I think that a lot of men, if they really, really sit down and think about it, it was never intended to hurt you. We had to protect our child. Tell and sometimes, to PJ Watson. And sometimes I'm going to say that if you catch a stray bullet to protect my child, I'm sorry. It wasn't personal. <laughs> it wasn't I personal. I love you. Oh, shit. I just have you, you got to do what you got to do for your offspring. And, and I think that um, media, uh, 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 white supremacy, wants to push that narrative that, you know, it's us against y'all. It's not. It's about the children. It's about making sure that whatever we created can survive. Because not only do we have us against us, we got police against us. We got politics against us. We got teachers against us. Somebody's got to be for the kids. And if that's got to be the mama, so be it. And if it's, right. and, 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 and my thing is, and if the dad can do it, just step up and do it. Oh, right. Now, where do you get oh, the information oh, that you need? Because you, you're making it sound like you have the knowledge that you need to raise the kid in the best way when we know that's not true. You don't know. And so who you listen to, which Kevin Samuels, which Nicole Michelle, which per Mr. Fantastic, which white Republican, which Manosphere Net, which Cynthia G., you listen to determines what decision you're going to make. And what I, I'm I, I saying don't listen is, to, I'm going to say, I don't listen to any of those people. Okay, I, just see, became, I just recently became into this 
this uh this weird space. crazy ass space. Right. Yeah, you right. Where he was right. before you and, got and, here. And, 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 and I'm gonna I'm, I'm, what I'm going to say is I was making moves way before the space was created mm. in, in 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 reference to my child for the betterment of my child. Sister George knows me personally. We've Back. worked together on some real stuff. She knows me. I'm not on no revenge type stuff, but I was in a previous marriage. I'm going to put my personal business out there just a little bit. I was in a previous mm. marriage. It didn't work out. I had a child from that marriage. At that time, me and that person were living in the same state. At that time, 2008, a lot of people, if you remember, the economy crashed. I had got off the military in 2009. I had to make moves. I had a child to feed. I stayed. I went to school, went to college. The first job I got was paying decent. But the next job I got was like, yo, we'll give you 22 more thousand annually to come here. We'll move you, put you up, and send you to school. What? Done. So you took the kid and did it. It wasn't nothing personal to my ex-husband. No, it was about saying, my child. Look, you, you, you counted the money and you took the kid and left, right? Okay, took the kid it. and left. And then again, when I, I'm in another state now. Sister George, no you stay the over there, please. I'm not in, no longer in the state that I moved to. I moved to another you, state. You're saying you blame no, man no, but, but y'all are expecting her to make decisions about her life. And her and her and the survival of her and her child. No, no, I'm versus saying versus a man in another what? state. Wait a minute, no, no, RBR. Wait a minute. Uh, uh, RBR, you ain't gonna do saying? it. You ain't gonna do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Um, but y'all are sitting here acting like she was supposed to choose uh her ex. Um, your cape is magnificent right now. You have a luxurious cape right now. Uh, baby, it's it's red and pretty, <laughs> and it's got a big uh D on the back. Um, oh, excuse me, a big C on the back, cause y'all said he saved me, so whatever. He's a good man. He, that man is a good man. man. Why she but, had to leave uh, him? No, nobody's gonna choose. Um, if a person is an ex, she did what was best for her, but y'all act like y'all wouldn't do the same thing. We would. We would. A way better life with the moves that I have made. Breaking up your family. And my ex husband would agree. Would agree. Every move I have made is in the benefit of my daughter. And like I said, you said no Wood agree. Has he said that? Has he told you for a fact he agrees? Because Wood agree doesn't satisfy me. The fact I want that his he... written. I want his written statement. You know what? I cannot stand her. Oh, this is no cross examination. We got to cross examine the witness. Hold on. We have a hostile witness. Permission to treat the witness as hostile. no issue with it. Let me tell you why you didn't have tell no me with what it. he feel. That's what the fuck I be talking about. You gonna tell me what another man feel? Listen to me. How you gonna want to lose it? That man doesn't want to lose his family, sister. Please, please. Tell he he just happy, happy, happy to watch you drag his kid. Hold on, let's keep it real. He left me. If y'all want to keep it a buck, he left me. He left me when I was pregnant with his child. If you want to keep it a buck. So let, let, let's talk about who threw the first bullet. 
Let's talk about who, who let's, let's talk about who pulled, pulled the trigger first. But see, y'all don't want to have that conversation. Y'all no, don't want to have real conversation. Y'all don't want to have that real conversation. Because let me tell you something. A lot of y'all men on this in this and on this broadcast be capping like y'all ain't did this shit and then turn around and say, Oh, I didn't do that. It was all her. Mm-hmm. Let's keep it. But they'll be like, Oh, but you filed for divorce, despite the fact that he abandoned the family. They would have a whole different story about the story y'all telling on this damn broadcast. Let's keep it real. All I did was ask you questions about things you said. I didn't add anything to your narrative whatsoever. I'm, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking. This is just for. This is just openly speaking. I don't know <laughs> okay. you personally. I, I don't know you personally. I'm not going to come at you personally. All I'm saying is that sometimes revenge is mistaken for survival is mistaken for revenge. That's all I'm saying. And if y'all really want to be adults about the conversation, that happens. And a lot of y'all don't know. A lot of y'all come from homes like that, but y'all don't want to acknowledge that. No, ma'am, ma'am, I absolutely wasn't going to contradict what you just said. The, the, what I wanted to highlight by using everything you did admit to, and, and I appreciate your honesty, because I don't mean to like belittle you nothing. Your story is valid, and, and it's not like me trying to come but, at you. Baby, you what can't I, belittle me, though. But, exactly. <laughs> but my point, my point is, I want the men to understand how insignificant we are to your dreams and plans. We what? mean nothing to y'all. But she we said mean, he had no, a relationship. to do with the men and it has to do with the children. What's more important, you eating or the children eating? Whatever, whatever. Fine. I just need the men to know where we fit in. I just want the men to see where we are. Your character. What's more important? I said nothing about anyone's character, ma'am. Ma'am, I said nothing about anyone's character, anyone's station. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Are y'all listening? Wait a minute, wait a minute, Miss Black. Wait a minute. So you saying that you left, you sat here and told them that you left your, no, your ex left you. Right. And you chose to move to a different state for a job that was paying more money. And these niggas will still sit here and look at you and ask you why you left the state, why you break up your family. I didn't say none of that. Oh, don't talk about it. You have that conversation with him. I want to talk about something real. I can't deal. Let me read these super chats real quick, and then I'm gonna let y'all go. Um, shout out to Mister Fantastic. He says, "Were you uh, guys able to get the COVID hustler?" Yo, I deals with a lot of people in my line of work. I'm sitting there looking crazy as hell because I was like, "Did they get the local drug dealer to do this commercial?" Like, where? Yeah, it's unreal. <laughs> unreal. <laughs> Unreal. Um, shout out to Accolade Gray. He says, "Watch out for the chicks doing things for survival." J. Cole warned us, "Don't save her. She don't want to be saved." Um, I got a fine ass husband. Oh, he's so damn fine, and he got a good job and good credit. I'm just saying, winning. They out here winning. <laughs> I love it. Oh, and I got good credit. Hold on, and I got good credit. And I make a good income by myself. Oh, bask in the glory, y'all. We just basking in the glory. It's 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 dope. Well, (laughs) the reason they had me on mute, but the reason I was saying that I didn't like the fact that she said that the black man didn't value his wife and his child, so therefore she left, or therefore he left. And I'm saying no black man marries a woman and has a child and doesn't value the woman and the child. We just have to be realistic and stop lying, okay? Now, I understand that certain people in society 
have a more influence on you. That Cynthia G and Nicole Michelle. I said, I said, I, I said my ex-husband didn't value me. Those were my words. Yes. I, I, and I, the child. I, I, let me tell you something. Hold on. Let me tell you something. I know you're lying. Okay. You okay. can listen to the playback. Well, I, I never said my ex-husband. I didn't never say my ex-husband didn't value me. I said it didn't she work out. A, I said it didn't work out. That's the difference. Well, she said yeah, she he abandoned her when she was pregnant. That's whoa, whoa, whoa. Saying, no, I saying, left. I left, I no, saying left you left me. me is not the same as it's not working out. That, there's a lot of details you're throwing out with, with cliched phrases. Well, well, she ain't, I mean, you, she ain't going to tell all her business. She's just giving you the highlight. You know, they want somebody else to tell all of you, but they want to tell all of you. We will never get the man's side. We will never get his side. That's the point. We don't know his side. Okay, well, he's not here, so we got to speak to her. We can speak. We don't okay. abandon our kids. We don't do let that. her finish her point and then we're going to let y'all respond. Hey, listen, I don't have no reason to lie on that man. I don't have nothing against that man. He gave me a beautiful, intelligent, chocolate baby that I good love man. more than anything in I'm this world. I would freaking go to war with anybody, including God himself behind her on the strength of him. So let me tell you something. I don't, I, things don't work out between people. I don't talk ill will against him. My daughter has a great relationship with her father. She talks to him whenever the hell she want to talk to him. She has her own phone. They have communication. She just came back from seeing him. There's no ill will. Things don't work out. I will say, and I will always stand because it's important to say, I did not exit my marriage. He decided to, for whatever reason, hey, hey, whatever. I will say wow. that everything I did after was for survival. It was very important. It, it, it was important for me to take care of my child. And I know for a fact that he has said to me that he appreciates the moves that I have made in reference to his child. Miss Black, Mrs. Thank Black, you. Mrs. Black, can I ask you a question? Yes, would sir. You, you sure can. Would you, would you consider it fair play for your husband to sacrifice your best interest in the name of his survival? My, my current husband or my ex-husband? Because I'm remarried. No, 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 no. I'm just saying switch the situations around. Uh-huh. Um, I think that it happens. I mean, my, my, my current husband and I do not live in the same house. The question is, husband, would you consider it fair play... Uh, let me let me let me fine let me fine tune it for you then. Let's there say you, you let's say you break up from a relationship, mm -hmm. and your husband has the child. Would mm -hmm. you consider it fair play for him to sacrifice your best interests and your wishes in the name of his quote unquote survival? Is that fair yeah. play? Hell yeah. Okay. Fair change. Fair change ain't robbery. Yeah, I'm gonna move okay. there too. You move it. Oh, I'm I'm right behind you. I'm right okay. behind you. And if I'm not right behind you, best believe I'm going to be there every graduation, practice. Uh, I, I'm going to be there to financially support, emotionally support. No. If it's in, a, if it, if it is in the best interest of the child, him and the child and their survival, you damn right. You, you better do what you're supposed to do. We will have a different conversation. We will have a different conversation if you don't. You got my <laughs> child. It's your job to take care of my child if I can't. If I can't provide the best life for my child, you better be able to, or we're going to have a whole different type of conversation. But, but I don't think you would understand that because you're not a mama bear. But and you know what? I mean, what I mean by mama bear, I'm not talking about a woman. I'm talking about when you will do whatever you have to do to protect your offspring. 
It's like they'll ask you a question, you will provide an answer, and then the answers are never good enough, even though they don't know you from Adam. It's capitalist bullshit there. It doesn't make sense. I would never do that. I don't understand how he could do that. Y'all ain't every man. And she ain't every woman either. We accept her answer. Yeah, I think you're arguing with the chat. I have a question for you, gentlemen. Would you yes. rather your child live subpar to benefit you, or would you rather have your child live in a better situation which benefits them in the long run? I challenge right. what I you call you subpar. My son I, I, my I challenge your definitions off the rip. Like, what, what do you mean by subpar? I mean, I mean, if the mother can make, or let's not even say mother. Let's just say the per, the, the custodial parent. If you have, if you don't know what the custodial parent is, is you don't need to be in this conversation. But um, that <laughs> the custodial parent is uh, if they are doing what they're so yeah, I have. I, I mean, you think about it. If if the person has a better opportunity job to put their child in a better school. Right. Um, to put that child in a better environment for his neighborhood, to put them in a better um, environment for his teachers that look like them, if mm. if you can. Um, yeah. I don't have that, that. Why? Why would? Why would you be against? What that? the hell? If you had if a chance mother, to date Shaq, <laughs> if you had a dance to date Shaq along yeah. with twenty other women, why wouldn't you do that? Okay. Well, we what, would what say. What, what, what are you talking no, about? What, you, what, you're what? acting like every woman is going to win the lottery ticket in this scenario here. This <laughs> is a lottery ticket scenario. We all going to go to the best school in town with all the best black kids. That's where we all going to be. Oh, shit. Let me give y'all a realistic example. Let's okay. say you're living in a a, a, a two-bedroom apartment, but your ex has a house um, and a better job, and she's able to actually provide better for the child. Um, yeah. Now, what makes you say that? Why did you add that part on? Well, that she was to able to provide be better for the child because she could be making more money, and she's okay, able to live so in a house. We're, we're nice equating money with better providing. So if she married uh, Future and he had more money, little Wayne, then are, it, what, does that guarantee a better life because Lil Wayne or Puffy, they have more money? Um, no, but you could be... Right. Interesting. Uh, could you, uh, I just wanted to hear the scenario. Before okay, we, uh, so you're, uh, the wife is in a better neighborhood. Uh, the ex-wife is in a better neighborhood. Um, yeah, she's in one of the top school districts. You're staying in a, an apartment in a, in a somewhat shady neighborhood, but you're a good dude. She's a good woman. What what yeah. situation would you better have your child in? That's my uh, question. This, okay, this, it would be in a loving home with two people that love them and are willing to do everything. Let's say that's a given. To give that person, that's not a given. Because if you're going to move with Shaq and he got 15 babies, mamas, then that's not a better existence. Uh, okay, let's say the child uh, has, uh, let's say that she's with a man that has uh, one she's child and she has one child. She's with future. <laughs> She's one child and one child is not future. You know what, child. ladies, 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 hold on, hold on. They love to reach, boy. They love to reach. Brothers with the most money. Hold on. The brothers with the most money are the brothers that have the most women. That it does not equate to bringing up a better child in a better place, in a better neighborhood. It's absurd. Our parents, our grandparents struggled 
but they did not do what my, my, my grandparents didn't struggle. They just, did not just, chase that bag. My grandparents didn't struggle. My grandparents didn't struggle. My grandparents didn't struggle. My grandpa oh, bought no, my grandmother a house sure at 17. No, they weren't. Sure we're just hardworking people. We're just hardworking people that get education and, and decide to put ourselves, hopefully put ourselves in positions for better jobs. That's it. We are. We are not chasing no Okay, you are not chasing the bag, talking about you're going to give a better life to your kid. By oh, chasing I'm definitely Steph chasing Curry. the bag. I'm okay. definitely chasing the bag. Right. I'm chasing well, a different, I'm, but I'm, I'm, not chasing, I'm not chasing a celebrity bag, though. My oh, man, my, my, husband, my husband is an everyday man. He uh -huh. works overseas. I work for the government. Uh, okay. I mean, hey, that is not an everyday man, out. but I'm happy for you. <laughs> What are you talking about? He works overseas. That's not every day. He lives with the white girl. <laughs> That's not every day. Really? I'll just play it. I'll be joking sometimes. Okay. We kind of move past the critical point talking about money because getting bogged down in money is, is, is a sidetrack. I mean, y'all always use it as no. a talking point, but then if a woman no, says but, that she's doing something to better provide for her child and making sure that her and her child are secure, then y'all will tell her she chasing the bag and she doing this, that, and the third. Yeah, but y'all that's a valid point. No, 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 no. You're going to do it again. It's not the money. It's not the money. Wait a minute. It's not about the money. I wanted to I wanted him to finish his point too. Go ahead. Ben. Wait a minute. I'm gonna just say this. Hood conservative will be the first one to tell you how much black women's uh total amount of money is, and they will sit here and tell you that black women's uh net worth is five dollars. He will how be the money? first That's to tell you that how much money does it take you to love your children? He, matter how much of fact, does it he cost to love your kids? It's not it about the money. Uh, okay, so wait a minute. It's not hilarious. about the money. What hilarious. happens when you when you move your child all the way across the fucking country, across the state? This is another element of the problem here. When it, you, you're actually adding burdens to the, the, the a strained family dynamic already, and that was the how's, critical how's issue here. It's not so much burden? that the money. It's not. It's not so much the money. Like I got a better job and we moved to a better neighborhood. Now it's like you're expected to literally fly across the country to maintain family bonds you're putting in i'm just challenging like why are you putting so why is it so um easy to put that much burden on a whole nother human being for the sake of your own happiness because you could have easily been happy where you were you could have easily raised a kid and been happy with a little less money where you were that was also a personal choice ever, I don't, first of all I don't, I've, I've never heard two people say two broke people say they happy <laughs> Let RBR tell it, baby. They was living in the olden days, sitting around the yeah, radio. Was, no, that's, not, that's not what I said. I said <laughs> that in the olden days, like my parents, my parents got married at 18, but they was in high school. And my grandmother told me, uh, you don't let your parents tell you that they did it on their own. They lived with us when they got married. They had two sons living at home with their mother in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And my dad went out, got his degree from Southern University, then got his master's degree at Seattle University. My mother did the same thing, Southern University, master's degree. He became an engineer at Boeing, rose up to vice president, 300 grand a year. My, my His first son became a vice president at the bank, sister's a PhD and a 
university uh, professor here in California. My other sister's a, the lead librarian, all got master's degrees and advanced degrees, and we got plenty of money. And when I had a baby by the sister in Portland, out of wedlock, when that little boy got 10, I paid $25,000 in child support. I said, send that brother up to that little brother up to my parents and let him live with them in that million dollar household. <laughs> and that's better life for him. So hell yes, we struggled. But we got the fuck up out of Baton Rouge and we moved to Seattle and we made a nice life for ourselves. And we raised six kids. We're all doing fine. And now I got kids and grandkids and you give them love. That hood conservative. Now, he's wrong as hell with that conservative shit, but he's right about that love. The best thing you can do for a family is love them. Love that woman. Love that child. Give them that home, that loving home. They recognize that. They I'm know sure you don't even know why you hate me, bro. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not saying that, but I'm just my child is being raised in a two-parent home. Clan talking about we conservatives and shit. Come on, man. Children can still be loved in he a just lives in, in a, a, in in a uh, he just lives. <laughs> blended family. Hold on, Armiara. Let her finish what she was saying, and we're actually okay. going to start the process to close it. Down I was going to say children can mm-hmm. children can grow and prosper in a blended family. I don't know why people think that you have to be, it's either all or nothing. I think it is. <laughs> um, you know, honey, they, they all came from two parent houses. They, they never had no problems with their houses. Bullshit. Nobody ever had any problems. They, they are struggled. all perfect. Every um, everybody, all of them were, you know, were their mom and their dad were first timers and had them, never exactly. been with anybody else. <laughs> you know, you know. I mean, everything was great on your end, and I'm so yeah, sorry. No, you we know, didn't say that, but we sure uh, in the hell you know, didn't abandon I, I get it. You guys are perfect, and we have issues. You know, we as perfect. black women with the You don't issues. have to be perfect to not we abandon your family. We you don't have to you. be perfect to marry somebody that you love. We no, no, here's the thing. thing. No, no. La- Ladies, do you, do you really consider the family intact without the man? Because what I really see Ooh, here is women. Their women consider. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Minute, can I finish minute, my sentence, ladies? You drop can, your you shield can. for a minute. I want to finish can. the whole sentence. Do you okay. see the family as just the woman and the children? No, but because that's what I'm hearing. No, 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 no. She's already married to somebody, so she does have a father figure in within her household. You will never hear us say on this channel that a woman will be better off with just her and her kids um, over um, somebody, a, a man or a father figure in their household. You will never hear us say that on our channel. We don't believe in that on our channel. Um, we do endorse uh, families over here. We endorse families and the family includes a man. We endorse that over here. We don't play this shit over here. Um, okay. I will be the first to tell you that I regretted being a single mother. I always thought I would be married before I actually had children. I was 32 years old when I had my first child and was still afraid to go home and tell my daddy that I was actually pregnant out of wedlock. So, no. Um, no. And, and do you know also how, know yeah. how embarrassing it is to be, to, be, to be legally married and, and have a baby and, and 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 not have a husband. That's embarrassing. Let me tell you something. We don't purposely do shit. You know what I'm saying? There is we some morality it. that is still within the black women community yeah. that you guys don't want As to men, acknowledge. We, we they don't do about don't that. That. They don't acknowledge oh, stop, that. Stop, stop, stop. Who do you hear right now talking about being embarrassed to not be a single mom? Where the fuck do you get that message from? Like, I reject I, that whole I, statement. I can, say, I can say I was embarrassed to be a single mom. 
at 20 to 30 years old, at 30 years old, serve. That is not the messaging. I was embarrassed as hell. I was embarrassed Yeah, but you're not talking to uh, women on this panel who had multiple children by multiple men and kept making those types of decisions. You're not talking to those women. And so when y'all do have those discussions and y'all kind of blanket that over, like we all just kept having babies. Now, if I had three kids by three different men, you would right. be able to say that to me and have a valid well, point with that. You guys That's don't not, ever make a, a distinction. Y'all don't make mm-hmm. distinctions between the women who there are some women who are not out here, don't desire revenge at all, that are 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 being responsible, that actually recognize the mistakes that they made, that are not um, you know, singing to the rooftops how they're the best single mother and they're proud of it. Like, and there's no distinction made. You guys are all you, black women uh, in one pile, and that's the shit pile. Can I offer you a point of view you may not have considered? All right, be be a 30-something-year-old black man. And you're dating 30-something-year-old Black women. The majority of them, being beyond 30, are already mothers, sometimes multiple children, right? You meet these women and you talk to these women and none of them are ashamed. None of them will dare confess that they actually did anything wrong. So what you're saying to me, I'm not They're saying you're wrong. And I'm not saying That's your not feelings popular. are okay. That's then, so be me and be me and try to be me and try to see that. Be me and try to see that reality is what I'm telling you. Yeah, like but how are we you supposed to know what, that? You know what, Dmac the trucker. Um, the problem is okay. You also have children. You are also not with the children's mothers, right? Excuse right, you, Mary. Not Dmac. Conservative. Conservative. You, you're, you're also a person with kids, and you're not with the mother, right? Uh, that's not my choice. That wasn't my choice. Not, listen, I did not sign up for this deal. But it's not listen, a listen. if it was your choice or uh, not. Uh, it, it's still the situation, though, correct? No, the situation is what it is, yeah. Okay, so you act like you're not actually going through the same thing as a woman is going through. Um, no, no, I'm not. I don't have right. women's you problems. You should start a channel called A Black Man's Revenge Hood Conservative. No, I don't want to. I don't want to channel about that. I, I, I cover <laughs> politics enough. I don't want to get into this shit. This is too personal. Oh, okay. But but the thing the thing about it is though, like I don't have women's problems. My problems are unique to me and other men that are in my situation. Women have women's problems. I don't understand what you're trying to do. Okay, if you are a single man and you're out looking for a woman, and you're saying that you're meeting a woman with children, and she has a child, and she doesn't feel any type of way about. Um, not being married without a child, um, I wouldn't say that. I would think that um, majority of women wouldn't have wanted to would have wanted to have their children with a husband. Majority. Um, I disagree. Take, I'm not saying I think it. so. I think so too. Y'all will take well, I think that if the child's number, 18 minute, years RBR? old, I don't think that RBR. The RBR. Okay. Um, y'all will take a small amount of women and account for the total amount and y'all make it sound like all um all women who had babies out of wedlock are the same and that's not the case either um i had one child by one man um being that man didn't get married yeah it was an embarrassment because i was 32 years old and had became a single mother after 32 fucking years yeah that's embarrassing um, no, it wasn't a mistake that I wanted to continue to make. So I didn't continue making that mistake. I, you know, I went on about my business and eventually I did get married. Um, my husband has one child and he was like, I got one child. You have one child. 
um, he we sat around and talked. We talked about that situation and what and that's happened. That's the way we became the Brady Bunch. Oh, that's so cute. But y'all are trying to shit on him like uh, he no, made I'm a not shit on like, Curlin. Uh, but a lot that. of you guys do because y'all will say, well, he got with a single mom right, and he could have done this, that, and the third, but he got with a single mom. And it, you know, y'all, but y'all be full of shit. And it's like, I, I'm, I'm sick of y'all. Y'all make me sick and of y'all. And I know Judy personally, and I know her character, and I know how she moves. Y'all don't want no smoke with uh, Mr. M Mr. Middleton. <laughs> Ciao. Listen, I am not trying to get up there and attack y'all's relationship. I hope for the, for Curlin's sake, I hope for the best. All right, I'm not really care, I'm not you concerned guys, about you, like Sister George. You You're gonna be all right. To make, you guys are trying to make a blanket statement. I only have one child from one relationship. I'm not having any more children. Team one and done. My current husband only has one child from one previous relationship. We're both team one and done. So girl, Brady Bunch times three up in this thing. Well, no, I think the sister said it when she said that they try to cover up for what the mistake they made and they're embarrassed. They're too embarrassed to admit that they made a mistake. So it's not like what Jessica's talking about. They want to be single mothers. They're proud of being single mothers. No, they're it's just not. trying to cover up. I don't know that you can speak to it unless you've experienced it. It's not yeah. something to be proud about. Like I have my children. I was a teen mom, despite the fact that I was with my ex for almost 15 years. I still was very young. And, um, you know, I, I had two children. I have, you know, both of my daughters. And I it was not something that I was, uh, you know, ever boastful about. And um, I love my children and I wouldn't change a thing if I could. But this. Despite that, um, I would have preferred to have had my children within the confines of a marriage. Now, were you guys afraid to get married? You didn't feel that you didn't have the, the money? Or you no, didn't he have proposed like nine years after we started dating. And by that point in time, I knew that the relationship was going downhill. So oh, I, despite girl. the fact that I had pushed and was like, where's my ring? And we should be married. And, you know, I should so, have the so same So when you finally got what you asked for, you were sick of it already. All your, you women are so frustrating. I I swear this is why we don't want you to be with anybody sometimes. How is that we just want you to be alone. If you take because, your time, because you, you spent the you majority take, of the relationship asking for decade, something, and when he finally breaks down yeah, and gives it to you, nigga, I don't want you no more. God, Absolutely. you know what? The, niggas will go crazy behind shit like that. Y'all wait, wait in line for Jordans, but take nine years to give a ring. Get the fuck out of here. When I buy the Jordans, the motherfuckers give them to me, though. When I get my money for the Jordans, I get them, though. What the fuck? Really quickly, to be completely honest, I wasn't, um, like, in hindsight, like, I knew, like, no one in his family was married. He's from the south side of Chicago. That wasn't something that he was used to seeing. And it was, you know, so I understood why it took him that long before he could make that type of decision. But despite that, I was like, the relationship is going to, you know, we lived in two different states. Like, he was, we saw each other, like, every four years. But I was already here in Georgia. He was in the Midwest. It was just, you know, it was like, okay, what what's the sense? Yeah, it wasn't. Real quick, real quick, real super chats. Shout out to D Mac the trucker. Why she married but don't live with her husband? She already explained that. Thank you so much for the super chat. Shout out to yeah. Jessica X. So, why didn't they get married first? Well, um, uh, Jessica, women aren't the ones that propose. Number one, I think that, yeah, absolutely. It's it could be looked at as vagina mismanagement, not being responsible. Um, but that doesn't mean that they wouldn't have desire that they don't desire to be married before they have children. Um, it, it comes down to a matter of uh, you thinking with your 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 private parts, you, you know, enjoying yourself, having a good time and 
then just being irresponsible in some cases. I don't think it's a matter of, oh, I don't want to marry. I just want a baby. In most cases, I think that we're seeing more women who are taking on that mindset, but that's a newer phenomenon. That's not something that, it, you know, was 20 years ago, you know, uh, when, when I had my children, like, young girls and you know wanted to be married they desired marriage um, what year was the Moynihan report someone. ladies what what year was those uh those excerpts taken from the Moynihan oh, report 59 no 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 the, not only yeah not only that what was that that hezekiah walker uh channel where he plays those old documentaries and you got bill moyers the bill moyers journal that I was in the 80s yeah, that was another one in the 80s where was, they had a couple of black girls talking about um, why why you wanted to have this baby. And she was like, because uh, he was fine and bow-legged and shit like that. Hey, yo, you got to see this oh, shit. I, I God. I saw that Hold on yourself so bad people. already. I'm not listening to none of this shit y'all talk about. I, 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 didn't, I certainly so didn't have that mindset. I didn't even want children. But how is it no accountability when I just said that's mismanagement of your private parts and them being irresponsible? Y'all y'all smoke No, crap. I'm talking about the pride, and, the pride in being single mom's part. <laughs> You, I'm talking to these fools in the chat. Fine, fine. I'm just saying, y'all have told on yourselves so much over the last oh, couple no, years. What, what, this, what she's talking oh, about like, is on you, is on the man. So if the I, man, I, she, I don't care how many times, if I've been with you for nine years and we got two kids, I don't give right. a damn what lie you tell me. I have to pursue you until we can get married. Because obviously I love you. I wouldn't be in a relationship with you. For, men ain't like that. See, women will get the bag they don't care about the nigga a that's man true, RBR, but if you didn't grow up seeing marriage that's not like a part of you know your your mother wasn't married none of your aunts were married like that's not like literally he was almost 30 before he had ever been to a wedding like how so like that just wasn't a part of you know what he saw growing up so right, it wasn't community. something of importance i, I agree with that that's the fear i'm talking about so when he comes into a space like this, and there were spaces like this, but they weren't the internet. They might have been chat rooms. They might have been uh, the alphas or the omegas or the, the zetas, whatever. But there were groups where large masses of black people could come together and share ideas. And when we're sharing ideas, instead of giving people misinformation about going for the bag, about survival about black men ain't shit black women ain't shit the advice we should be giving men and women is men should marry women that they love and women should marry men that love them all mm. this nonsense about the bag and all this bullshit we gotta mm. stop it listen and to rbr kicking that knowledge that's right why, do, woman, why do we have to stop no, it don't, don't, we want, don't, don't we marry the woman you love no we don't we don't want to pass something on to our children, children besides misinformation no, 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 you're wrong bro don't marry the woman you love. Marry the woman that listens to you. See, I think I thought he was saying women just feeling like get the bag and and screw marriage. Like Thank he's saying, you. like he's so, talking about the black family, like the importance. Gotcha. Of, okay, okay, yes. okay. Yes. So don't teach your kids to get the bag. Fuck the nigga. You don't love him. You don't care about him. Get the money. No, please. Why, why would we want to give the kids the same damn dumb advice that we we took? We believe. So don't 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 buy into that. Yes, you're mad, you're bitter, you made the mistake. You have no right to fuck somebody else's life up. So there are people listening to us saying, what would I do if I was in that situation? And I'm saying, you stick with your family. You don't, I don't give a damn what that white boy is telling you. I don't care what that company is telling you. Move to Israel and you'll make mm -hmm. more money. Okay, great, but you're going to lose your family. So don't do it. Uh. Two I, different I things say, can be man, right at the same time. 
you can push your children because I push my daughters to get the bag. They're they're also young girls. <laughs> oh, Think man. about marriage later. Only the re oh, the reason man. why is because I'm a woman. You're not Women, going do you to hear the what the fuck up. I just said? What did I just tell y'all? All three of y'all, what did I just say? The, you hear this bullshit? Why? You're going to act like I'm Hold fucking on. crazy. Hold first of all, first of all, just calm it down. And then we'll respond to your question. Go ahead, Okay. You're attacking something you haven't even finished listening to. Okay. And I would think that both women would agree. You're not the same woman at 20 as you're going to be at 30. And for me, I'm not the same woman at 30 that I am at 40. And we'll just leave it there. Right. So now, does that relate I, to the bag? Or does that relate my, to what you feel can about you just, can, you, can you just stop talking? Can you just stop talking? Okay. You got two ears and one mouth for a reason. That means you should listen more than you talk. No, we're listening to you, but you want to finish the question. You said <laughs> well, you're not the same person. Because we want to we be able to respond. Then we're going to get Kenshawn in here and do closing remarks. So let her finish, and then we're going to respond to... I'm just trying to figure out oh, where the hell did Kenshawn get the link from, honey? I don't, I don't even know. <laughs> he say that thing, child. <laughs> I'm like, where did he come from? <laughs> <laughs> he here now. Okay, Mrs. Black, go ahead. I'm sorry. Finish your point. I was saying, I, I, I tell both of my daughters, hey, focus on knowing who you are. You need to know who you are before you, before you give who you are to somebody else. Find, get you a career, get you some money so you can have something other than your body to bring to the table. Okay? You should, I believe you should have your own table, but we're not going to have that conversation. So I encourage my daughters, no marriage before 30. No marriage before 30. Because for the for your for your baggage and for his baggage. I don't know what type of girl have my two kids be. already. They might be they might they have no, two kids already. They're gonna be fucking and partying and working I'm late really hours here. with sexy really? niggas and they're gonna oh, get no. knocked up <laughs> and then they're gonna be 30 years so old asking mommy for life advice. Stop it. So 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 I she was saying that so she's saying she can finish her point. You listen. You know, I, 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 I'm going. I'm going to let this clown. I'm going to let this clown have the circus. Oh God, her service be goddamn ready to fight, honey. You know what, baby? Listen, I knew, listen, I, knew I was going to fight somebody tonight. You say so. <laughs> So who is What's the question you wanted to ask? No, no, no. Listen to what she you just said. said. Y'all, uh -huh. y'all ladies just jumped down my throat about saying women are proud to be single moms. And here you yeah, are. I, you I, have I, a woman admitting she's coaching her daughters to not marry. You're coaching them to not marry till 30. Are you thinking they're not going to get fucked? Are you thinking they're not going to get pregnant? You really think they're going to dance around all that dick and never get skeeted in? You're crazy. You're crazy. I didn't get pregnant till later on in life. I think you're pregnant well, later on. And, and the number and the averages say what? Most women yes. are going to have those babies. Not, not so, in so today's you're, you're time. Playing, the most recent stats you're, show you're that putting women your are baby's womb uh, on the crap table. Women are you're putting your daughter's womb on the crap table. Why don't you just Why tell her to marry first and stay down? Stay down. Just marry first and stay down. That's it. It's simpler advice, and it's so it, we're it takes miles off the coochie too. We want to teach oppression to young girls. Exactly. You heard that? Age. You hear what she just oh, said? Right? It's oppression. <laughs> it's oppression. I know what the <laughs> fuck I'm talking about. I know exactly who I'm talking to. You think I just met you? You think I don't know you already? What the fuck? You said stay down. You said stay down. Did you not say that? Yes, yes. Stay down with your man. Marriage. Stay down together. No, like, no, that's not what you like, said. That's not what you said. That's not what you said. It's not till death do us part in the vow. Till death. Till death. You yes, stay down for your man. Yes, yes. Till death. 
You so added that death. now. You added that let's now. Do, let's you go ahead and move on. Because, like, we're just going to die. Yeah, ride or die. Those are but your options. Otherwise, I don't care. Conservative, I just want to say this. I understand your point, and I understood when you said specifically, as a 30-something-year-old man, what am I supposed to think? I don't know their their you know um internal reasons for uh why that you know what motivate what's motivating them. Um in addition, I do understand how you're correlating that to what Mrs. Black is saying. Um personally for me, um I want my my daughters saw me exhibiting wifely qualities. Um, because that's who I am as a person. All of the women in my family, all, my mom, my aunts, my grandma, everybody um, was married at least once <laughs> or more. And I saw them exhibiting those same qualities. Uh, my daughter was engaged until a few months ago and she called the engagement off to the only guy that she has ever dated. Um, and although I felt as though they were not necessarily ready. They had their own business together as well as their own individual jobs, uh, a remediation business, uh, water, fire, and mold. Very, um, you know, good business, growing business, and they did not have the capacity to manage the business and manage their relationship. So there was a breakdown. Um, but I supported her decision despite the fact that I felt as though. Uh, they weren't necessarily ready as as it relates to uh, maturity level. Um, so uh, I do understand how you're correlating that to what Mrs. Black is think is saying. But that's a common that's common in today's society where women uh, are encouraging young girls to you know get your education first, go ahead and start your career before marrying. In addition, um, I know people like to tout the numbers and say that black women aren't marrying. The facts are, if you look at um, the the data, it shows that black women are marrying, but they get married later in life. Uh, um, so That's that true. doesn't mean that you won't marry, that you won't be someone's mm -hmm. wife and won't have your kids within the confines of a marriage because you decide to marry later. Well, See? The, the, the children used to be 78% exactly. out of wedlock births among teenagers. Now it's 78% out of wedlock births over a women age 20 and above. So um, women are having babies later. Um, women are getting married later. All right, like Dr. Boyce Watkins, they have to finish their whole phase before that's they get married. True. RBR, well, like, what, that's what are stat. you talking about? And well, uh, uh, Dr. Boyce Watkins' wife, uh, uh, Dr. Alicia, was yes. married. She had her children within the confines of a marriage. So how is that her getting her whole phase out, y'all? Well, I think that when she got married, and excuse me, I think that when Dr. Boyce dating her, she sure in the hell wasn't married. So when he was eight years, 20 years ago, she was married. No, no, I'm, I'm just, I, can I make my point or I'm black okay. man? I can't make a point. Yeah, girl, make, right. no, make no, listen, point, My girl. point is, and I tell this to these brothers, including Dr. Boyce, I told him, no woman is going to marry anybody during her whole phase. And if you do have the unfortunate um, occurrence to marry a woman in her whole phase, that marriage ain't going to work. You're going to be miserable. So, the best time to marry a woman is when she's done with her whole phase. And the same is true for men. If mm. you're a man and then you're going to the club, making it rain every goddamn weekend, you probably should get married. All right. Because <laughs> if you well, do, you ain't going to be able to go to the club and make it rain every goddamn Friday night. So uh, my advice is get to know somebody, fall in love with that person. And instead mm -hmm. of looking for somebody new, pursue the woman you love. 
pursue the woman you want to be with. Of course, she's going to R- not RBR, want somebody else. RBR. But what, you got to you... pursue that woman you love or else you're not going to make her happy and she's going to divorce you and take half your money. R- okay, RBR. Let's 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 ask your question. question quickly. Then we're going to get Kenshawn in here. What do you say to the idea that the whole phase ruins women, therefore marrying them after the whole phase is counterproductive to your own good fortune? I think it's bullshit. I think it's Big like Chuck saying, said they got to be a woman, virgin. Yeah, thank you. Now, I think the 50-year-old version is a lot worse than the 25-year-old woman that has had sex and has experience. I'm sorry. I don't want no version at 40 and 30 and 40 years old. Something's wrong with her. (laughs) Okay, RBR. So I want to let Kenshawn get in here, and then RBR will move on to you for closing comments. But I want to hear what Kenshawn has to say on the topic. Uh, welcome to the panel. What you got? We, there has been so much going on. A lot of um, <laughs> a lot of effery uh, com- combined with some very good conversation. So, what do you have to contribute to the discussion? Well, first of all, good night to the panel. Good night, Missy Rose and Sister George. Um, there's the, as it you know as it pertains to the topic. I think um, there is a revenge factor. Um, I've listened to shows and learn that um, even even doing my own study in the 1800s when we found that uh, Oklahoma was burned to the ground, uh, Black Wall Street was burned to the ground because an assumption or a, a allegation that a white woman was harassed by a Black man or a Black man. And at the time, mm-hmm. there was an argument in case that Black men wanted to marry white women at the time and even fought for that in court. That being said, mm-hmm. we're getting now to the meat and potatoes of where liberation comes in for both sexes now after that. So, I mean, when we say, um, what is what is the revenge? Well, 40% of women, even though the jobs um, that they do are not the same as mine, 40% of women are making more money. And when you look at it from a business standpoint, women are hypergamous. So by hypergamy, they will look at it as a business, meaning a woman knows that it's not smart for her to be paying alimony. Therefore, a woman will probably won't get married if she's the breadwinner. That is a revenge factor. Um, That is very smart as well. And so the men counter that and have to counter that over the past decades or so by not getting married to save their assets as well. Now we see black women are finishing college, well, they're entering college, but not finishing college on a faster rate of the black males, but they are are exceptionally making more in the 40% their category. So is it a save yourself? Because a woman can be hypergamous and and, uh, love a man, but will she get married to him? Because she'll have to pay alimony if it doesn't work out. So we have a lot of defense mechanisms for the woman to win in the end. And this is where the men are protecting themselves. Uh, and so my thing well, I, is... I don't think men would protect themselves from getting paid alimony from women. Why would you do that? Well, a lot of women it won't, won't be willing to pay the alimony. That's like the discussion the other day. Uh, you know, I am the man. I'm supposed to traditionally be the provider, but... Mm. You know, I can pay for a service. I can pay for food service, cleaning up my house. And that's so you're saying if you love a woman, you wouldn't marry her if she makes more money than you. Just no, say it. If, if you if you're saying so, that's what you're saying. Now, do you think no, most sir. men I'm would do that? I'm giving you the data. 
I'm giving no, you no, the I'm, data. I don't care about the data. Would a black man who loves a Oprah not marry her because she makes more money? Than he makes you more can ask someone else that, but I want to finish my point. Okay. Um, what you're saying is silly. You wouldn't marry a woman that made more money than you because you wouldn't. I did not, not say that. Animony? I did not say that, sir. I did not give you my private intern, intent, but I'll, I can give you the data. But what I'm saying is when we look at a traditional man and what he has to do, he has to be the provider. This is from the 1900s. So he has to be the provider. He has to be the protector. Now, women are not traditional anymore. So a man would say, okay, the same thing that you can provide for me um, as a modern wife, I can get someone to pay for that. All you really bring in is your sex and that's it. Because a woman won't pay for a man to pay for her to get a home. That never will happen. That's why women are a pergamous. And that's why they save themselves from alimony, meaning it's dumb for them to marry when they are breadwinners. Is that a revenge? No, is that a revenge? RBR. That's just stupid and unrealistic because women don't. Women do have always been hypergamous. Oh, women want to make want, but women want to be happy. These women are lying to you. They want to be happy. All right, right. They don't there ain't no revenge. They, have. they don't need high complicated ideas to fuck you happy. over. Hold so on, what guys. I'm saying is what I'm saying. Uh, is, RBR, respond woman, quickly because I want Kenshawn to okay, finish his all right, point, real and quickly, then we'll do closing. If comments. a woman marries a man for his money. And he doesn't love her. He ain't going to make her happy. And she ain't going to be happy. And she don't give a fuck how much money Michael Jordan has. She's going to leave it. She don't care how much money Bill Gates has. She's going to leave it. She don't give a fuck how much money Bezos has. She's going to leave him. How come? Because a woman cares about happiness more than she cares about some fucking money. She's lying. They're lying to you because they don't want to marry some nigga who's broke who loves them. All right, RBR. Um, Ken Sean, I'm going to allow you to finish your point and then we're going to get closing comments starting with RBR. So I've, I was on, uh, I'll make this quick. Uh, I was on Anton's show like a month and a half ago. This is way before Mira came on. Um, and I stated that my father and my grandfather, I even spoke about this on your last show, is Kevin Samuels' savior. Um, my father and my grandfather is my culture. That means they will screen for the woman that I am going to marry. And my sisters will have my father and my grandfather screen the man for their marriage. All right, that takes the power away from me. What we have today, um, and now I see Amira has came on the program of the Lapeef Network, and she's not iterating the same thing I've been iterating. We just heard Kevin Samuels iterate what I was iterating, meaning stop dating, get it done, get it over with. What do you need to date for? What do you need to move in for? This is me, my personal feelings now. And I will close by just saying, culture is when you, the, the, the choice is taken away from you because your family is looking for the best interest of a marriage partner. And that's all I would say. So if you want to travel and go abroad to a woman who respects you and honors you, who's fighting for, for you, who's, who's competing for you, then travel abroad. But you know what you're dealing with here. It, women are looking out for, for, for the alimony. They're protecting themselves. There's If they see they're making more, is it smart? That's what they're saying. Is it smart for them to get married and pay the alimony? We've seen what happened with, with Mr. Washington, the NBA player. And we also seen what happened to the young lady, uh, the white young lady who's still paying child support. So it happens both ways. And I'll finish with that. 
Thank you, Kenshawn. Appreciate your contribution. Um, you can stick around if you do want to make some closing comments. And we are going to start that process with RBR. RBR, in closing, what is your contribution okay. um, to the discussion or anything well, that you, you want to say? The discussion. Thank you for having the discussion. It's very necessary. I know the truth is kind of hard for everybody to deal with. But the truth of the matter is, we do need our families. We will go extinct. And so this notion that you have to be a millionaire, six figures, you have to be gay and all the other stupid ass shit to be able to get married is uh, genocide. We'll go away. All right. So more importantly is love. So if you're a man, marry somebody who you love, no matter how much money they have, no matter what, how tall they are, or how light skinned they are or how dark they are. If you love that person. I think it's important for you to pursue that person and marry that sister because that's the only way you're going to make her happy. And if you don't make her happy, she's going to take your money and leave. If you're, if you're not happy, I told James Worthy's uh, wife went to school with my aunt. And I, when she said she was going to divorce James Worthy, I said, so she wasn't happy with all the money, but she'll be happy with half the money. Bullshit. She wasn't happy. She never remarried. She should have never divorced him. So if you're not happy if you're a man and you're not making that woman happy because you don't love her she's gonna leave you fuck that money you could always make money nigga you made the money the first time so forget that money and go after someone you love women if a man makes you happy you ain't got to tell us you don't have to tell sister george all right she ain't got to know be with that man who loves you and tell the other Nicole, Michelle, and Cynthia G, and them to go to hell. Thank you for having me on, everybody. Thank you, RBR, for joining us. Appreciate your commentary, your contribution. Uh, come back and check us out. We appreciate you. We sure do. Oh, I'm right. glad you found us. Absolutely. Um, Rosie, you have been quiet for a minute. Um, thanks to RBR and who is servative dominating the conversation. Um, mm. What do you have to add in closing? Okay. Um, what I have to say is that the black man ain't nothing without the black woman and the black woman ain't nothing without the black man. We, I mean, we on the same team um, and we, you know, we, we fries and we fall together. <clears throat> and you know, we really need each other, man. Like, we, we can't do this without the black woman. And I can't stand Negroes who, who is against the black woman. I'm going to just say that. And I also have to say, man, thanks for letting me on the panel. Much love to Sister George and Concrete Rose for letting the brother on the panel. Um. Black first. That's all it is. Thank you, Rosie. We ain't heard from you in a minute. Go ahead. We cannot do it without each other, man. We we need this black woman very bad. Very, very bad. We need this black woman. We cannot do this without the black woman. Say that. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you, brother. We ain't heard from you in a minute, so it was good to hear from you, hear your perspective, and have you come on um, to say just that, that um, Black men and Black women need each other. So I hope Hood Servative was taking notes on that. Um, who, who's next, Danny? Ken Sean or Hood Servative? 
Let's get Ken Sean up in here because you know we're gonna have to cuss conservative ass yeah, out. On his, one time for the one on time. Right, girl. All right. Um, I'll I'll end by saying this. Get get it over with, guys. And and particularly women, because they're more internal, intuitive, emotional, uh, and subjective. So you're not gonna tell me you're gonna give me more experience to, to the marriage by by going on the CC and then come graduating from college that's bull because your virginity <laughs> is your value let's make that clear that's why the father should screen for you you're going out here trying to pick for yourselves it doesn't work 83 percent 83 percent then no one's holding you accountable so 80 percent average bmi on the weight of a, of a black woman is 180 pounds so no one is checking you you're feeling like you could go out on the cc by yourself you're not allowing your father to pick for you it's not working. So all I have to say to the women are, if you want a man to choose you, we're not, we're not asking, we're not demanding. You, you got, I am a holistic health coach. I always tell women who I work with, my clients, you have to do it for yourself, for your own health. You have to build up your own self-esteem. Yes, I can give you master classes. You have to do it for yourself and make yourself wife material that's that's all i would say thank you thank you thank Kenshawn. You. yeah uh, thank you for having, having me on <laughs> no problem thank you for joining us i appreciated your contribution as well i'm glad you found that link and brought your tail up here i do want to ask where did you find the link at though <laughs> you know what um, you really want to know i was actually dealing with a client and i had i had already topped the stream yard but oh. um, and so she needed some immediate help, and so I had to look up some stuff and try to get to get to her. And I was still in the Streamyard link. Wow, because I was like, I, I you know, a couple people had asked us to drop, and I was like, we getting ready to go. I'm not dropping the link. <laughs> and when you popped up, I was like, where the hell he come from? Listen, That's I ain't mad at yeah. you, brother. I'm glad you joined because I actually appreciated what you had to say. So thank you. But I really, I really want the ladies to think, the black ladies, Amira did not come on the program to attack you. And Courtney is just the reflection of our society in that you just can't come and tell us that your culture is the best and we must change to yours. But we must accept this, ladies and gentlemen. Men out here on the CC, that means they're not getting their fathers to pick the women who they want either. Mm -hmm. So it's both of us who need to do some work. I love you. Um, thank you, Kenshawn. Who you love? Us? Oh, girl, <laughs> I'm sitting here talking to Curlin. I know. I'm like, she love us. Um, listen, let me ask you something real quick before I get his servative up in here with his messiness. Um, would you, if you were a single woman, you know, pre Curlin, pre bro Curlin, um, would you have let your father pick for you? Because I know Kenshawn highlighted that, which I found to be interesting. And I just want to know, um, I want to pose the question to you. Um, yeah, I would have. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, my father's not a, a ignorant man. Um, my father or my stepfather, which uh, today would have been my stepfather's 63rd birthday. Um, so I did want to send a shout out to him. Um, you know, he's passed away and everything. But um, both I, I would have let pick for me because I, I think they were really good examples of um, what dad should represent. So, yeah, I you know, yeah. 
Okay. What about you? Um, Yes, my dad is like, first of all, I'm a daddy's girl, number one. And number two, my dad is like a great man. He's uh, a man of few words. He's a man of few words, but he is very handy, very smart. Um, he's very protective. He he has provided a very um, needed, much needed sense of security for me throughout my life. So I would definitely trust my dad to pick for me. Now, the crazy thing is my mama chose my baby daddy child. So this should say. Oh, <laughs> um, um, yeah. I would definitely I wouldn't I don't know that I would choose my mom to uh, let my mom pick for me if she were um, still here. But um, I definitely would allow my dad to. <laughs> what if they pick a thug? Um, my dad wouldn't pick a thug. He was like, very protective. like he wouldn't. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That was the hardest thing when I became pregnant. To See, tell man, my dad. He was like, man, he was very Jackson, disappointed. The thing about it is, right, we are good at just being around other men. We know what men think. We know what they want. We know what they're trying to do in the, on the back end as well as the front end. So men are, are there to help their daughters pick. That that's And that's mm-hmm. just it. It's nothing more than that. Absolutely. Thank you for that. Um, I know my dad, he was just very like he would, you know, side eye men and be like, nah, I don't like him. You know what I mean? And he would be like, you don't need to date until you 18. Of course, I started dating way before I was 18, but he was so mad at my mama. Oh, my gosh. He he. Yeah, he went off. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, w- I would trust my dad to pick. Um, nonetheless, I think last but not least, we have Hood Servative on the panel. Let me brace myself for your closing comments. I don't know why y'all all act like I'm the boogeyman all <laughs> night. The men, the women, that's so fucking weird tonight. Like I said something crazy. You did. All, that's a, what did I say crazy? You think all of us are just agreeing that, that um, you know, you have this very assertive personality if you, if you know, there's some truth to it. Child, he came up here to fight. You I'm need to goodness. do some self-reflection tonight and do some meditation. <laughs> <laughs> my mirror is just fine with me. <laughs> me and my mirror get along great. Oh, but, um, wow. I'm surprised it ain't <laughs> no, no, here's the thing I, I just wanted to highlight. Not not even so much disagreeing with. You, you, listen, you girls are you girls. Your opinions are your opinions. I'm not really trying to change you or drag you off of some kind of perch or anything like that. I just think it's it's critical for the men listening to understand how alone we are in this battle. The women yeah, do not yeah. share. Did you hear the woman that just got off the panel? That, that she was a black listen. man. Yeah, they yeah. Married. Good, good luck to they, him. They created, good luck to him. No, but what I'll say is she's with a, a black man. Um, it's interesting how we talk What'd about... what she tell her daughters? Let me finish my point real quick. Mm-hmm. It's interesting how we'll tell... Um, e- you guys are telling each other um, fuck marriage, um, marriage ain't shit, this, that, and the third, but marriage is actually the backbone of our society. Um, marriages are what make nations great. Um, marriages build strong nations and strong communities. Why and do women keep leaving them then? 
Um, well, that was. I want to dive into that one day because y'all love to say that. Now, now, Mrs. Black was up here and she specifically said that her husband left her. So, men, just because a man, just because a woman files for divorce, doesn't mean that she was the reason that the relationship dissolved. They could have already been separated. I know so many people that have been together for, uh, you know, that have been separated for years before the uh, woman files for divorce. In addition, um, you don't. We don't know what type of situation. Maybe they're just not compatible. Maybe right. and men are, maybe she men drove him crazy. Maybe you drove what? that woman crazy. What happened? Good night, uh, David. Hmm. But uh, finish your final thoughts because I did interrupt you and I'm gonna shut up now. Go ahead. I, I just wanted to point out that the way women operate, the way women see things, the way women are raising their daughters, you cannot expect to have a soft landing with most women anymore. They just don't have your best interests at heart. They're fucking mercenaries at this point, and you should treat them accordingly. Feminine mercenaries. Okay. He is. Ooh, wait, boy, boy, boy. Not mercenaries. You know you so, wrong. You know when it's, what it's like to be alone at the house and ain't got nothing to do. Listen. <laughs> I, I love y'all. Y'all have a good night. Enjoy, enjoy yourselves. You too. Thank Appreciate you. you. <laughs> uh. Mr. Research, what <laughs> to you was going to be? Where did you get the link? Yeah. Oh, oh, I we wasn't supposed to, to close out. I know, yeah. I know, I know y'all closing out. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, look, uh, I like y'all, I, I really do, but you, you, you know, my phrase, you know, a, a lot of women really don't matter. Uh, when you have lawyer money. I'm going look, let me start again. When I get with my future wife, which I do plan to get married, but I'm going it strategically. You're going to be there for the surf for, for the purpose of a teammate per what I've already envisioned. I'm not going to get with you and try to figure it out. I'm not going to get with you and try to uh, assume that you love me just because we are currently in like. But I think a lot of dudes got to get got got to realize dating beyond sex is different than dating for sex. When I hear some of you guys talk who come up and talk with the two ladies here, it's like you want women to just bow down to you sexually so you can do what you want and laugh at them as you walk away. Nobody's going to let you do that. So I will defend the brothers by saying this. Hey, look, fellas, just just get a great lawyer going in. Just make sure you got your three to five G's going in. It, it, if it works out great, you got a great teammate and you can practice all the romance and baby oil uh, Netflix nights you want. But at some point in time, gentlemen, we got to stop saying that these women have so much power over us when really. It's about. Don't even deal with them like that. You know, just 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 go get a lawyer or, or go to a brothel. Matter of fact, I got to ask this question of you, ladies. Is it wrong for me to tell dudes to just go to a brothel if their end goal is just to get sex? Um, I'm going to say this. I'm going to tell you why it's wrong. Okay. Um, men will sit around and talk about holes being holes, right? You know, and, and they'll say, oh, you know, they're all holes. Um, but most men want to actually feel like the woman likes them and they don't want to pay for the girlfriend experience. I've actually surveyed a couple of guys about this. Like, why not just buy a hoe, um, make your transaction and be done with it, get it off and be done with it. 
Um, you still have a lot of men that are actually tied to um, how, how women feel about them and how they actually feel about women wanting them. Um, I realized that most men want to feel wanted by the woman. They want to be able to say that they got her a certain way. They made her giddy inside. They gave her butterflies. A lot of men um, feel like that's a sort of conquering. And so I'm not going to say that you would be wrong yeah, for telling you still them ain't that. wrong, despite the fact if they yeah, just want sex, know. they do need to go and, you know, go to a brothel. Yeah, but but I've, I've realized that a lot of men um, don't want to get it like that. They feel a certain type of way when they actually have to just go pay for it. And it's, it's extra and it's extra transactional. But at the same time, they want to be able to um, seduce the woman, um, seduce her, have sex with her um, and kind of dog her out and kind of leave her uh, holding the bag, quote unquote, um, so they can feel like they're in control. Um, a lot of these men have kind of have kind of gotten their asses handed to um, by these women um, when these women have been seductresses and these women have seduced them out of all kinds of things. So I think they actually want revenge. Um to a certain degree, but that's just listen, my listen to what Sister Joyce has said. Some of these guys want to get the approval. She didn't say it that way, but that's really what it comes down to, or the validation from chicks. They want to be the ones to dog the chick out, and that's their real end goal. Man, look, I have never met a person who has been suffered at the hands of women both white and black, the way I have. Never. No, nobody's story is worse than mine. But I'm still not angry at females because I realize we got to walk past them. We, we can't come here angry, eight years of red pill rage. And, and I feel sorry for you too, honestly. To, to, I've really grown sorry for y'all because sometimes you guys are so sincere trying to use logic, trying to really hear the men and some of them have the same narrative show after show after show but they but them but thank you for allowing me up you guys have a great day thank you thank you thank you appreciate you mr research thank you for joining and contributing to the topic it's funny that you said you feel sorry for us because we do sincerely like jenny typically we are always we are um sincere in our attempts to uh, at least have the conversation. Um, we come from a very genuine place. So um, I know for me, I'm just an eternal optimist and I just cannot let go of the faith that I have that, you know, we gonna get this thing right. Um, so one day I might be dead and gone, but one day we will get it right. But I do just want to say thank you to everybody who contributed to the conversation. Appreciate y'all so, so much. Um, also, thank you to everyone who super chatted us and thank you. Kick Cloud sent us our customary cash app and um, we did not shout him out. Thank you, Kit Clouds, for the cash app. And he did have a message. He said, uh, but what a but white girls do it better is what he said. Um, they don't. And I know what you were talking about, about my earlier point that I made. Um, but you know what? I ain't gonna um I ain't gonna feed off into it. Um so um, as it relates to my final little piece that I have, because it is late and we ain't fooling with y'all. Y'all know we shutting it down. So, uh, yeah. Um, 
I think that it is easier for black men and black women to attack each other. Um, we are low hanging fruit as it relates to, um, you know, uh, attacking um, system um, because a lot of what we are dealing with is by design. Um, there is a system that has been created to ensure that the divide amongst or between us continues, that it continues to grow, that um, we are in last place, that we are viewed in a certain light. And as opposed to attack that big old system, that, that just seems like such a daunting task. So we attack each other and blame each other for the, um, the uh, after effects of what the system is already employing and um, doing kind of behind the scenes. Um, and I, I just think that um, we would be so much better off <laughs> if we united in an attempt to kind of dismantle the system and or um, attack some of the areas that the system is impacting us the greatest uh, in, the, in the greatest ways. So that's just my opinion. Um, that's pretty much all that I have. I don't have anything else pressing that I want to add to the conversation. This was a very good conversation. Um, I think that just exploring whether or not it's revenge or if there are some other underlying things that are um, the reason behind why Black women um, employ certain tactics or uh, act in certain ways was kind of um, something that I was able to process during this conversation that I didn't think much about when I was thinking about my points that I wanted to communicate. So um, that was definitely my primary takeaway. Uh, in addition to that, um, just how some of these actions that were highlighted have become almost second nature. And we might not even realize the motivating factors behind why we're doing some of the things that we're doing. Um, that's all I got. Okay. Well, thank you guys so much for coming out. Um, God bless y'all. Yeah. Thank y'all so much. Okay. Yeah. Y'all have a great night. We'll see you guys back here on Sunday. If so. I have a day off on Saturday. I'm tired. <laughs> See you. All right. Bye, y'all. Bye.